Garrett, Mike, are we live? My goodness, everybody. 2016's here and the best show's back. Look out, chumps. You suckers. Coming for every one of you suckers. Gonna run you down. Run, run you down like a... I don't know. I don't want to make a rude comment. Right? No rude comments. That was the 2015 best show. Rude comments. This show ain't got no rude comments. It's a nice show now. Doing a nice show, Mike. You hear me? Attitude change. And every, when I talk about Mike, I want everybody to know that speaking of change, uh, so many changes are going to happen this year on The Best Show. And the first change is going to be in the associate producer chair. It's, uh, I think it's, it's healthy. And uh, tonight's um, AP Mike's final show. Um, he actually won't do the whole show. If uh, they can walk... Mike, they can walk you out now. That's what the that's what that empty box is for. You can put uh, actually no, you, I don't know what you're going to put in it. So N- no, you can't. No, of course he's not going anywhere. AP Mike's going nowhere, man. He's here forever. It's your own form of hell. You're here forever, Mike. I know, right? Well, my friends, the time has come for the best show to begin, so let's get it started. Best show, here we go. Shows about to begin. 
Best show's back. 2016. Kids in the house. Bringing it. Bringing the noise. How's this sound, Mike? Good? Very clear. Very clear. Good. You know why it's very clear? Because I sunk my life's fortune into this place. That's why it's clear. Because we got the equipment, Mike, to make it clear. When I heard about going clear, I thought that was a movie about the building of this studio and its high-quality Heil microphones. But it wasn't. It was about Skyentology. And your host, David Miscavige. Imagine that, he hosts SNL. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be pretty cool, actually. David Miscavige hosts SNL. Right? Imagine him coming out. What kind of monologue do you think he'd do? I think he'd do a song. One of those. When you're at, at the Celebrity Center, you gotta down the map, right? When you're hanging at Celebrity Center, then people come on doing their impressions. David, it's me, Tom Cruise! Right? Hey, Dave, it's me, John Travolta. What? Where? Who? Why? See the only surviving sweat hog? I think Lawrence Hilton Jacobs is still around too. When you're when you're living at the Celebrity Center, old straw hat, red and white striped jacket, good old uh, good old uh, vaudeville cane, right? He'd be like, "We got a great show for you tonight. Neo is here." be pretty sweet. David Miscavige, host in SNL. First sketch. be one of those sketches where the cast gets to do all the impressions to show what impressions they can do. Be like, David, we need to get all, we need to get some new people at the, uh, in the, the, the church. And then they would, uh, he'd be like, all right, let's bring in the next people. Well, uh, first, uh, we've got, uh, got uh Denzel Washington is here then it would let uh, uh, Jay, uh Jay Farrow do his Denzel Washington impression right alright next uh, George Lucas right Bobby Moynihan comes out does his George Lucas hey Mike you ever notice how George Lucas start, is starting to look like an Ewok a little bit right Look, right? He looks like that one Ewok, not like that one Ewok that I think got smeared by a stormtrooper. I think one Ewok bit it in that battle, right? What a what a what a great fight that was. Casualties. Every stormtrooper, one Ewok. But yeah, he's starting to look a little... He's got a little Ewok quality to him. 
We'll talk more about Star Wars later, because who doesn't, who hasn't had enough of that, right? Star Wars. Can they fit the mention, um, of, uh, Star Wars on anything, like on literally everything? Be like, uh, yeah, I want to buy a car. Yeah, Star Wars, uh, advertising on cars now. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a, a car that has Star Wars based commercials. What about Pop-Tarts? Yeah, we got those. I got this package sent to me by, uh, by, uh, uh, so, uh, who is it? Like, one of the cereal companies. General Mills, maybe? Sent me a box of, like, Star Wars-based, uh, cereal. Like, tricks. With the tricks rabbit looking like Princess Leia on the box. I'm telling you, they sent me an enormous box. And I was like, man, this is, uh, yeah, Wicked. Somebody just put a picture of Wicked on, uh, on, uh, Star Wars, uh, on, uh, on, uh, Twitter. Hashtag best show tw- 2016. That's not the only hashtag we'll do tonight. Um, we got another one I'll drop on you in a few minutes, but, uh, right now, best show 2016 is the default, uh, hashtag. So they sent this giant box of cereal. All these different things with a TIE Fighter, Golden Graham TIE Fighter, whatever it was. And I'm like, wow, I got... And one of them is in like a case, like a like a, like a a cereal box case, like a plexiglass thing. I'm like, well, this must be worth a fortune. Tricks Rabbit uh, done up Princess Leia style? I look on, uh, I look on eBay, $3. Like che- actually cheaper than in a store. It's actually cheaper to buy the collector one than to go to uh, to go to an Acme and pick up a box of uh, whatever it was, tricks with Princess Leia, tricks rabbit. When you're living at the Celebrity Center, I'm telling you, just imagine that. Once again, Neo with Mr. Uh, what was that guy who sang uh, Forever Young? Remember that guy? That weirdo that Jay-Z was hanging out with? The little uh, it was like a look like looked like uh, Christoph Waltz a little bit. Right? It was like Mr. Something. The guy who sang Forever Young I want to be forever young Do you really want to live forever? Forever, forever young. He'll be up there with Neo, introduced by David Miscavige. Then final sketch, David Miscavige brings out a giant hypno-ray. Tells everybody to stare into it, then everybody watching is under his command. Giant setup, like that monkeys episode, Frodo's Caper. Oh, well, goodness gracious, the best show's back, it's 2016, here we go. Mr. Hudson, thank you. Mr. Hudson. Forever young, I want to be forever young. Do you remember that, Mike? Mike Mike doesn't know what I'm talking about. If it doesn't involve Bob Weir, Mike doesn't care about it. 
He loves the Grateful Dead. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, does he ever. Can he talk more about it? He'll be like, no, Tom, really, check this show out. Be like, I know you don't like him, but seriously, check this show out for three, three nineteen seventy eight. You've got to hear Keith Gottschalk's piano solo on it. Like Mike, I want nothing to do with this. So what are we doing? Oh, music! What did we hear? Oh my goodness, we heard Destroyer. Right? It's good stuff, man. Destroyer. What's that song called? My favorite year off of Trouble and Dreams. It's good stuff, man. Can't mess with it. Destroyer. Dan Behar. Good dude. Good dude. Good dude. That's on Merge Records. All those great Destroyer records on Merge Records. Well, well, well. The phone number 201-332-3484. First, I'd like to say to everyone listening, Happy New Year. Thank you for coming back in this Best Show 2016. The first... The second year of the second iteration of the best show. It's back. We're one year in. We're going forward. Oh boy. Holidays. Not 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 easy this year. Not easy holidays. Cause you know, uh it was uh, yesterday. It would have been it was a year ago yesterday that my uh father passed away, so we're at that point now. We're a year in on that. But the holidays were not easy. Very hard. But, you know, we're limping into 2016. But we're in 2016. We're here. A little run down. Been working a lot lately. Trying to get stuff done. It's that weird point with two thousand with a year. It's like it's five days in, and you have no idea what this year holds for anyone. No idea. That's the best and worst part of a, a new year. Who knows what the future holds? Good, bad, good and bad. I don't know. I know at the end of this year, I could sit down and and think about what happened and be like. Oh, if I, how could I ever have known, like, oh, naive Tom at the beginning of 2016, thinking that's what the year would be. It turned out to be this. You know what I mean, Mike? Right? But you gotta move, you gotta move on. You gotta offer, uh, Put it to reflect and then uh, move on and try to have the best time you can have. 
That's what I'm going to do. Clean slate. Any, any grudges, leaving them in the past. Clean slate. Not going to say it's not easy for that slate to get refilled back up again, right? Not going to say suddenly, yeah, you can you can run all over me, trample me. No, but clean slate right now. Anybody in my life? We ain't getting along. Clean slate. Let's let's clean it. Let's just move forward together. Because really, what what are you going to do? What are you going to hold on to grudges forever? What are you really going to you, you do? You, and you look if 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 I got to apologize, you got to apologize. Who care? I don't care. You apologize. You move on. You're alive. It's a big damn deal. Clean slate. Move on. What are you going to take, take? Take that pride with you? You eating, you eating that pride? That food, putting food on the table? Pride? Sick. The pride. People holding on to that. Let it go. That's right. 2016, Mike. Telling you with this show. One for one year, we set the table. Now, table's been set. Best show's back. I'm telling you right now. I'm aiming this thing all the way at the. I'm aiming this thing at the moon. Best show. You hear me, Mike? I'm not messing around anymore. We're going. We're going. We're going hunting. We're going hunting uh, for big game this year. Got the team out there. Dudio. AP Mike. Pat Byrne. Marsha. Martine. Brent. Oh, Brendan. Reflecting on this team. I don't think we're going to bag a whole lot of big game this year. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Hey. Maybe can't aim this thing at the moon. Maybe I'll aim it at a cloud. No. These guys and gals. Scrappy bunch. It's like the bad news bears up in this piece. You see AP Mike coming, man? Dudio. Pat Byrne. Alone? No. Yeah. You look at you. Or my, and myself included. It's like, yeah, I could beat anybody. A child looks and they could beat us. Pretty much any game. But united, we become like Voltron. We're, we're aiming this thing high, man. At the moon. I'm going for it this year with the best show. 2016 or bust. And I mean it. One last year. One year. One year to pull the whole thing together. Things back. Now let's see what we can do with it. If I end this year, I'll, I look, I got other things to do. I got a huge a stack of comic books I got at home, man. I got a, I got, I got this comic book stack. I, I ain't read none of them. You don't think I want to know what Nova's up to now? I want to know what Nova's up to. I can't. I'm too busy doing the best show. 
You don't think I want to finally read this Howard the Duck thing that my bro Chip Zdarsky's doing? I want to read it. It's sitting there. I read his uh, his other book, uh, the new one. It's uh, what is that? Called? What was that called again? What was that called? It was uh, come on, come on, Tom, think. Cap, was it? Ah, why am I blanking? He's going to be mad now. He's going to yell at me. Look at this. It's it's, it's Wikipedia. That thing ain't been updated in a while. Jeepers creepers, man. Somebody update Chip Zdarsky's uh, Wikipedia. It's like the the gay He-Man thing he's been working on. It's so good. Yeah, Captara. I had it right the whole time. It's good, Mike. Yeah. It's, it's better than good. It's great. You don't think I want to read more of that stuff? I'm telling you, man. 2016 or bust. We either we hit the moon or I, I walk this stuff... I walk this stuff to the ocean, I toss it all in. I tell you, if the best show don't make it in two, the end of 2016, if you're a crafty type, hang out down the Jersey Shore on New Year's Eve. You might be able to catch a mixing board. I throw it in the ocean. Tell you, it's all or nothing this year. All or nothing. Either it's all or I'm out. I'm out, man. This thing don't go. I'm going to push it. I'm telling you right now, Mike, and Dudio and Pat Byrne and every... Why am I threatening these guys? It was weirdly, weirdly super aggressive. Like I was reading them the riot act. As if all they've done is make mistakes. All they've done is do everything right. And I was reading them the riot act as if they just better shape up or ship out. But all they've done is shape up and up and up. I'm the weak link on this thing. At least that's what I I hear them say. Don't think I don't hear you guys bad-mouthing me. I hear it. I hear the trash talk. I'm telling you, all of you listening, we got to go for it this year. You like-minded weirdos. You broken mutants. Right? You're all broken mutants, just like me. We gotta go for it. It's mutant time. Death to nerds. Here come the mutants. Right? Straight up mutant time. Look out, man. Here come the mutants. I gotta get five. You know what I want? What are songs? What are songs? I, I let me put together a playlist, like a get pumped up. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, what's a good playlist, right, Mike? Like, of songs that get you like all fired up. You know, 
maybe put that song on. Uh, you know that one guy, Rick Ross, Mike? Yeah. You know that song he does, Hustling? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Do you know the story of Rick Ross, Mike? Yeah, he was the guy who he 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 raps about how he um is like a drug kingpin, but then like they found out he was like the opposite of that, which was like working in a prison. <laughs> like he was painting it like as if in Goodfellas he was like. He was like Paul Servino or Robert De Niro. But meanwhile, Rick Ross was the, the, the crossing guard who pulls up and gets the cigarettes off the back of the truck. Or the cop they hand the envelope to. That's what Rick Ross was. But those songs, man, that's some good, low-quality hip-hop that I strangely enjoy. Rick Ross. Can't rap. Stories are uh, not uh, necessarily even remotely true uh, because his whole thing should have been about like uh, his whole thing should he should have songs about like flipping over co- like beds looking for yeah contraband right his whole thing should be about like how he's gra- he's like he found. He found your stash of, of cigarettes and then took them and then gave them to the other correction officers. Right? Like that's what his records should have been about. Not about the, the, how he's the, 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 the cocaine kingpin of, of Miami. Should have been uh, things about him having to put his put his, uh, gym bag on the, on the, uh, the scanner. Like on the security scanner, like stuff like that. How he's got his co- his coffee cup has to get scanned every morning. That's what it should have been about. But yeah, help me. What what are some songs? Let's get these songs. I want a playlist of stuff I could get fired up to. Tired of the weak stuff. That song, this will be our year. That's my least favorite song, man. It used to. Used to be one of my favorites. Then you listen, because every, everybody starts to, hey, this will be our year. It took a long time to come. But it's like so defeated already. Sort of like, it's like, this will be our year. No, it won't. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you're right. Maybe next year. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry, sir. This will be our year. Nope. Won't be your, won't be, this year won't be your year, nerd. Oh, okay. Fair, fair point. Fair point. Now, throw that song in the garbage. Do another hashtag, 2016 playlist. How about that? 2016 playlist. You pitch me your songs for the for the. Uh, I want this thing to be like jock jams times a million. You know what I mean? You know, like you listen to jock jams when you want to get fired up. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You know, when you want to get fired up, you crank jock jams. 
Wait, you don't? Wait, am I the only one cranking jock jams? What's that? You got jock jams? Mike's got jock jams. He get, Mike gets it. He's got jock jams. You get fired up, you start blasting jock jams. That's what we got to do. It's jock jams time. We need the new jock jams. Hashtag, no, that's hashtag 2016 playlist. I was going to do hashtag jock jams 2016. There probably is some dumb jock jams record. I want, I want nothing to do with the actual jock jams franchise. But yeah, it's time to get fired up, man. No more of this weak stuff. We're, go- we're going at it strong. And I'm telling you, I'll throw anybody on this team in front of the... the, the can- Why am I doing that? No, this is it. We're all in this together. Picture Armageddon when they're walking toward that thing to go blow up the asteroid. That's us. Me. Dudio, AP Mike, Pat Byrne. Marsha, Terry T. Fredericks. Spike. All getting ready to blow up an asteroid. Martine. Oh, the whole team. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, you Steely Dan fans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, someone was right the whole time, right? This creep, this creep. Donald Fagan got arrested for for beating his wife. Shoved her into what did he shove her into a mirror or something? A window. Hey, great guy. There you go. All his, all his, all his wry commentary. On, on, uh, on society. Oh, what a, what a wit. Yeah. A maniac. New hashtag. Hashtag jail Fagan. This guy should be thrown away for the rest of his life. Right? He'd write his books, his essays. What a creep. And it's not funny. It's not funny that he he's a monster. I don't think it's funny. Yeah. It ain't funny. Jail Fagan. Hashtag. All you Steely Dan fans, man. You were rooting for a mutant the whole time. And a bad mutant. Like an evil mutant. We're the good mutants. He's the bad mutant. What a creep. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them.
His music sucks, but somehow he sucks worse. He's actually worse than Steely Dan music. I didn't think that was possible. You did? Nah, he's a creep. He's a creep. Jail Fagan. Yeah, why don't you write a song about that, you worm? Right? Because, you know, now he knows. If he's in jail, if he's in jail, now he'll know what it was like to have to hear his dumb music. So I felt like I was in jail hearing. Hey, 19. Like, he, first he can't sing, the guy. Does that speak sing thing. It's all stereo testing of music anyway. Play it at a stereo store so you can listen to that uh, guitar. Listen to that mid-range. Now, uh, yeah, listen to that kick drum in that. The separation. Yeah, this stereo is uh, $18,000. But uh, you'll listen to the worst music that was recorded just for expensive stereos. Jail Fagan. Let's get that trending. Right? Get that rats on Twitter tonight. Let him write one of his, let him write one of his wry songs about the, about the best show. Right? Try one of your, your, your witty commentary on, uh, yeah. This guy's a, uh, he's a creep. Straight up creep. Jail Fagan. What do you think about that, Mike? You don't like it, do you? Nah. Lock him in there, throw the key. What they should do is just throw him in there, make him listen to his own albums. Or make the other prisoners listen to him, and then he'll end up getting uh, shivved. Rick Ross will turn his back on that one. Right? Rick Ross sees that they're uh, getting ready to uh, pull one of those as they're, like, walking in. Right? It's the worst way to die. Shivved in a prison. Yeah. Look, he's innocent until proven guilty, but one thing he has been proven guilty of is making the worst music I've ever heard in my lifetime. Those Beacon Theater shows. It's like being in the yard. Because there's just like all these people in prison. Oh, but they like it, though. Oh, my God. How did that... Tr- get traction it's like every year people fall by the wayside and they get into it right they yacht what is it it's like yacht rock people call that right yacht rock yeah if, if uh, the, the yacht that he's he's like that guy in captain phillips donald fagan i'm the captain now that's donald fagan that's the kind of yacht he's, that's the kind of yacht he's sailing around. So, he's a terror of the high seas, right? Talentless beard. 
rye beard. Good one, Donald. Hey, Donald, uh, that song you really took down, uh, really took down those fancy people. Good one, Donald. You bum. You rotten jail. Best show. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Chris Pyle from Athens, Ohio. Chris from Ohio. Yeah, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. What's going on? Well, I'm with you with the Steely Dan thing. That's Let him listen to his own music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> uh, what can I do for you, Chief? Well, I was wondering if you had a chance to listen to the uh, Springsteen box. No, the no, new river. no, I didn't. The river box, I did I not. I did not have a chance. Oh, man, to I was curious to know what you thought. Yeah, well, what I think is that I haven't heard it. Yeah. In fact, I don't think that. I know it. <laughs> you plan on getting it? Yeah, maybe I'll get it. The toes that bind. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go see him if I can find a ticket. They sold out in like two minutes. For you, what do you mean find it? When you, you Willy Wonka oh. looking around? Yeah, good. Go yeah. up and and hang out in in front of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the Grateful Dead where uh, you hand somebody a, a glad bag full of mushrooms and they let you into the show <laughs> at a Bruce Springsteen show. That's not happening. <laughs> That's Probably not, not. I need a miracle. You get, you'll get thumped. You yeah, get thumped probably. to go outside a Springsteen show. Please let me in. That's some blue collar, some blue collar uh, dudes. They ain't gonna sit. They're gonna take kindly to that, right? Yeah, probably they, not. They don't take care of their own. <laughs> All right, bro. Good That's luck right. with that. Best show. You're on the air. Oh, what a great connection. Hello? Hello? Are you one of those people? Is this the guy who did that Red Bull free fall from space? That's what it sounds like. Uh, that's, that's not me. What can I do for you, Chief? <laughs> I have a, I want to suggest a song for the, uh, the, the playlist, the Pump You Up playlist. What song? Uh, Annie Up by M.O.P. What's it like? What What's the song like? Yeah, it's a, it's like a hip hop song. It'll, it'll All right, goodbye. Your phone sucks. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing good. What can I do for you, Chief? Oh man, I had a suggestion for your uh, motivational playlist for 2016. Yeah, what do you got? The Road to Freedom. Is that the? It's a song. It's a song that features the lead vocals of John Travolta, Leif Garrett. No, that's and stupid. Frank You're Stone. just being dumb. Get off my phone. I waste my time. Get pumped up. Listen to a Frank Stallone vocal. Really gonna get fired up. You know, I spent the break, Mike. Seeing movies. 
and playing slot machines. After I did the Philly show, the, the, the you know, we all did the, the Sharpling and Worcester show live in Philadelphia. I left. Needed to use a little boy's room, right? I'm like, look, before I get on the highway, I'm going to just, I'll pull into this casino. There's a casino five minutes from Union Transfer. I pull in and park. I'll use uh, the, the facilities there. Go in, do that. Then I say, well, I'm here. Let me just put 20 bucks into this slot machine. Sex in the City, the one I'm best at. I'm telling you, Mike, within four minutes, 700 bucks. Yeah. I take the thing, cash out, walk out. Yeah. Then last week, I find myself in Atlantic City. I was just uh, bouncing here and bouncing there. Went to Atlantic City. Walked into uh, the Tropicana. I was in there. For, I sit down. Sons of Anarchy slot machine. 300 bucks. Boom. Then a half hour. Then I split. Go to the uh, uh, Borgata. Figured, yeah, I'll, I'll eat at the Borgata. Britney Spears slot machine. 100 bucks. Under an hour. These three dumb slot machines. 1100 bucks. Paid out. Finally, for once, felt like a winner. Felt like a winner for once in my life. Then I went and saw movies. Did you see Creed, Mike? I went to see Creed, right? And I was like, it was like nobody in the theater. Because it's been out for a while. I'm watching it. Person behind me starts talking. I'm like, I'll just move. I'm not even going to get into it with them. I move about a half hour in. Thankfully, I moved. Because about five minutes later, this movie. Man, that thing caught me. I started bawling my eyes out. I was so glad I was sitting in a corner by myself in the theater. Because I was like, it caught, that hit me. That, that's a good movie, Creed. I started bawling my eyes out. Like, like at the point where I was almost like, <laughs> you know when a little kid does that? After crying? I was almost in the movies doing that. Yeah, man. Creed. I saw Joy. Ooh, brother. It's rough. That's some rough sailing, some choppy waters. I enjoyed watching it, though. I enjoyed watching it. You know why? Because Jennifer Lawrence... She's a movie star. She's awesome. She erases all the problems. Yeah, that's what a movie star does. She's charming enough that you don't notice this movie's uh, pile of trash. 
That was good. I, I enjoyed it, though. If I enjoyed watching it, I enjoyed watching it. I don't know what to say. So a hateful eight. I know what you're going to say about this. And I know I'm usually not supposed to show behind the curtain on this stuff. Before the show, Mike said to me, he said, I'm not going to, he said, I'm not going to kayfabe this thing too much, which is wrestling terminology for pulling the curtain back. But he's like, I actually like the movie a bunch, but I've been playing it up pretty hard that I didn't like it at all. So he's like, so why don't we keep that dynamic going? We'll keep bad mouthing it. But I was like, I was like, but you liked it? He's like, yeah, I liked it a lot. And he's like, but I'm going to just play the role of the guy who hated it. And he said, even if I come on and say I really did hate it, I'm just going to deny. I'm playing. I'm denying. I'm denying because my character of AP Mike hated it. So on the air, I'll say even things like, well, I really didn't like it. But I, but he'll say, but you know, I really did like it. I went and saw this thing. And then New York, it was playing in 70 millimeter. And it, it looked great at this New York theater, the Village East. Boy, that's some theater. I gotta shut that place down. Oh, it's still there, Mike. I think the ticket takers are actually rats. A bunch of rats piled into, like, human clothes. Like, this place seems rat-infested. Like, it wouldn't... And allegedly, I don't know if it is. Sure feels that way. And one thing those rats did, they must have... If there's rats in there, one thing I know they did is chew the speakers to that place. You couldn't hear... I could hear like 65% of the movie. The sound was so bad. It's like, why are you have, having, why is this still a movie theater? Why is this still an active movie theater that currently takes money from people if the sound is that bad? Thumbs down, man. Village East. What a throwback throw it back that place that place is begging to be uh, turned into a bass pro shop it'd be doing everyone a favor giant bass pro shop right on 2nd avenue worst sound unbelievably bad sound so then you know what I did, Mike? I saw it again. Went to a theater down in uh, South Jersey, Cherry Hill to be exact. Saw it at a, like a, well, look at this boring theater. Like this. This place has no personality. Well, you know what it also has? Uh, it also it has in lieu of personality working speakers. 
you could hear what the actors were saying in it. I know that's a pretty revolutionary concept, but, uh, yeah. So I saw it. Saw it twice. I liked it, Mike. Yeah, I did. You didn't, right? Wink, wink. Yeah, you didn't like it. Yeah, boy, you really didn't. Do you think it was his worst movie? You think, oh, it was his worst movie, huh, Mike? What was wrong with your... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're bored by it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay, Mike. Gotcha. Loud and clear. Wink, wink. He's wearing a Hateful Eight t-shirt tonight. It's pretty cool. What else did I see? Steve Jobs. Oh, boy. That was like the worst thing I ever saw in my life. Because first of all, if you don't know who Steve Jobs is, he's this guy who ruined Earth, basically. I guess that's the... He was the guy who who made everyone stare at uh, devices uh, and become uh, enslaved by... By, by devices that he actually didn't uh, invent. That he would have an idea for and then someone else would go figure out. And then he'd take all the credit. So this movie's written by Aaron Sorkin. The guy from the newsroom in Studio 60. Wow, what a bad, what a bad movie. Oh, brother, was that bad. Holy moly. So boring. Couldn't him can you imagine a movie? It was just a guy like arguing with everybody about there was a scene in this movie, I'm telling you, it was like a half hour of him arguing about the Macintosh versus the Apple II with Jeff Daniels. You said you were gonna promote the Apple II! That's the only money earner we have. I'm thinking about the future. The Apple II served its purpose. It's about the Macintosh now. It was like that. And then it's like, like, like one of the most dramatic things was him. Yeah. Steve Jobs yelling at uh, this, uh, Jeff Daniels character who also worked at Apple. He's like, uh, you didn't even like that Super Bowl commercial, did you? You didn't even like that Super Bowl commercial. It's like, it didn't advertise the computer. Nobody knew what they were looking at. Screaming about. Imagine if that was a movie about like a, like a guy doing what? Like. Like, it was about Papa John or, uh... What are these pizza ovens you got? Like, you know, like... This isn't enough toppings! Like, that would be a better movie than this movie. Because I would hope that Papa John would play himself in it. 
Papa John. That's Steve Jobs thing. It was the worst thing I ever saw in my life. Then Star Wars. Did you see Star Wars, Mike? Did you thrill to it? With that, with that Star Wars movie, I liked. I liked about a half of it. A couple things I would say might be time for the bad guys to. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything yet, even though everybody on Earth has seen this thing. Might be time for the bad guys to uh, eventually concede that uh, Death Star-based technology is not the way to go. That. Might be a point where, no, you don't understand. This is a third, this death, this new third Death Star is the biggest one yet. Who knows how many Death Stars they tried between the uh, Return of the Jedi and this new movie. What if this was like their eighth Death Star? Right? What if they kept making Death Stars? Death Star. No, this new Death Star's huge. No, I think we gotta figure it out. This one pulls the power of the sun or whatever that was. As they're glazing over on that stuff. We gotta get this done by night. What? Okay. I don't know what that would, like, movies start explaining stuff like that and you just go like, what? It does what? I don't care. Star Wars. And Harrison Ford. He, 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 the only way you could, you could have felt him not wanting to be there more is like if he had like a magazine with him. So it's like reading. It's just like reading a magazine. Han Solo's got a magazine. Just reads. While filming this thing. It was palpable. You could feel him not wanting to be there. What a great scene that was where he's running now and then uh, Chewbacca's running. There's a point where it's just like, why am I watching this guy run slower than ever now? I watched him run slower than ever in the last Indiana Jones movie. Oh, good. Well, now I got to see Han Solo run super slow also. I can't wait till he uh, runs slow in the Blade Runner movie. That'd be great, too. Oh, good. There goes uh, Be- Be- Becker, Decker. What's his name? What's that? Oh, good. Now he's he's running slow also. What's the fascination with that? Don't worry. We got these kids. They're exciting and new. But we're going to also watch these old, old du- dude run for a while, too. But he doesn't want to be here, though. So. And you can actually taste... Coming off the screen, in addition to this movie being in 3D, you can also taste, actually taste Harrison Ford's disinterest in this. It actually takes the form of flavor. He didn't want to be there. I think, you know what's crazy? Harrison Ford's like, I don't want to do this movie. Then they're like, please do it. I don't want to do it. So they overpay him 
so much money, finally does it. He shows up. What happens to him, like, in the first week of filming? The door of the Millennium Falcon falls on his leg. And he, like, shatters his leg. Could you imagine the complaining he must have done? I didn't want to be here. Now I'm here, and now the door fell on my leg. He didn't want to be there. You could feel it. I think he had his Bluetooth on. I think there was one scene where you could see him with his Bluetooth on. And how weird is it to watch him with a, that vest still, right? That vest. Can't. Not going to update the look at any point, you or Chewbacca. Chewbacca don't want to do anything other than that weird belt. That belt going down, uh, that strapped across his chest. And then in the movie they had, you know what drove me nuts in that movie were all these like knowing winks to the past movies like, well look at that, the uh, the chessboard just lit up and you can see all the monsters on it for monster chess, whatever they call that. And then, but they're act, when they're doing that they're acting like, well this is an inside one, this is for like 5% of the fans are going to crack up over this one. We got this little sly inside reference to the, this is for the super fans. Everybody knew what that was. Everybody knew every one of those things. He mentions a trash compactor. Felt like weirdly conservative, that movie. Felt like it was like a checklist. Like they're going to trash compactor reference check. Cantina. Check. And look, I, 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 when they finally let the other ones do it, when when the movie finally became uh, Inside Lou and Davis Two, where it's like, oh, we got Lou and Davis, and we got the country dude running around too, uh, Adam Driver. Then I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Why? Oh, because these people wanted to be here. They're happy to be filmed. I guess I gotta put the vest on. Right, Chewie? Now, who's in that thing? There's no way that's Peter Mayhew. That, that, that suit must weigh 150 pounds. They're like, oh, Peter Mayhew's back in the thing. They probably put him in the thing where Chewbacca sat in a chair. He's not running down that hall. In that suit. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. I, I, nobody, nobody thought he wanted to be there, right? Could you feel that, Mike? Yeah, she didn't seem into it either. Yeah, she she it seemed like she didn't want to be there neither. She gets other people who want to be there to be in it. 
Porkins, bring him back. Remember Porkins? Bring Porkins back. Bring back that the that the dude who looked like a seventies porn star who Luke was friends with. What's that dude's name? You know the guy I'm talking about? Wedge. Bring Big or Bigs or Wedge back. One of them. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. But we were all there for, we all lined up. Well, I didn't exactly line up. I was like, well, I better buy these tickets online. Don't want to get shut out. Go to the theater. It's one third empty. It's one third full. It was uh, uh, four days in. Ain't nobody there. Cause they're like, oh, more people are seeing Star Wars than ever. Yeah. It's in every theater also. They upped. The, the the demand was insane, but the supply was insane also. They put it in every theater. But yeah, I, uh, did I have fun watching it? Yeah, it was fine. But, uh, they just got a... Well, look, I'm not going to say anything. There's an inciting incident in the movie... That rectifies my complaints. My, I, uh, they, they went to the, they went to the, uh, to the, the little, uh, comment. What, what do you call that? Uh, uh, the box you put up, Mike? You write notes and you put it in? Like a complaint box? They read my complaint and it was addressed. So, not a problem anymore. This issue has been taken off the table. Taken off the walkway. This issue has been... This walk, why, why are those walkways so thin also? Really? They haven't... No need to expand them yet? Make them a little wider? So what's to be gained by them being that thin? We're going to put a walkway that goes all the way out uh, into this thing, but uh, don't worry, it's super thin. You got to, barely holds one person, the width of one person on it. Guess that's that Death Star technology. It's not good for anybody. Was that in the Death Star? I can't, I was just like, what, they're going where? I don't know. You know what I said? I said, I have a bad feeling about this. That's what I said. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Who's this? This is uh, Zach from Oklahoma. What's up, Zach? Oh, not much. Uh, uh, some of those crummy slot machines you were naming off earlier actually work for the company that makes those. Yeah, well, those are not crummy slot machines, my friend. <laughs> Those slot machines are are, are, are are the only thing I've got in 2016. <laughs> Which ones oh, they, does the company you work for make? Uh, just to name a few, uh, the Britney Spears, which is a, a pretty hot title right now. Yeah, and uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that was riding in through this world all alone. 
it was fun when I was playing it. Suddenly it's like, cause then you're like, you hit the thing. It's like, you get three of the thing and then you're in the bonus round and now it just goes bonkers. <laughs> and that thing started paying out. It's like rock star. You're a rock star. I won three, 300 bucks on that thing. Yeah, those are pretty cool. They have the, the reels that aren't really like reels. They're just like pictures. Yeah. Like a bunch of that clay on there. Everybody's favorite clay. Yeah, clay. <laughs> remember him? Oh, my, I don't remember him. You don't? He was a bad dude, man. Clay. Looked like a monkey. Looked He's like the Sons of Anarchy drive. uh, dropped a, a gorilla into a tank of Nair and then put put a, a cuts on him when he climbed out. If this gorilla gets out of this tank of Nair, we're gonna we're gonna give him full cut and a chopper. <laughs> then he gets out and he's like, "I think I made it out of the tank." He talks. Is uh, sarsaparilla? Is sarsaparilla moonlighting a gorilla? He's moonlighting as sarsaparilla. Ron Perlman is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I had a grand time playing that machine. Oh boy. Yeah. Did, did you see the? Uh, we also make my favorite is uh, Ted, the slot machine. Oh no, and I didn't see that. <laughs> I would have played that. Yeah, it's not so bad. What's the thing that you need three of to to go in the thing? What is it? Uh, you know, to get in the bonus. Uh, okay. On on Ted, it's uh. I think it's like a Patrick Stewart. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I'm not that familiar with that one. It's not. Uh, it's not available where I'm at. Is Mark Wahlberg's voice on it? Yeah. 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 It is. That is and, the weirdest uh, thing to me when these celebrities have their voices all over these slot machines. <laughs> that's 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 a good one. We're Thunder Buddies, right? We're Thunder Buddies. We gotta stick together. Like you just hit the thing. It's like it. I bet it, you when it you plays put that song. So it when you put the filthy song, it does. When you put the money in, does it go? Is he just like? Does Ted say something to you? Like, yeah, what you're gonna lose here, sucker? Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good luck. Yeah, it, it's specially recorded by Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. So he's just in, he just lives in a recording booth now, basically. <laughs> Seth, yes. Seth MacFarlane. He's in a booth, and then they just like drop pages down, just like it's like, hey, it's me, Peter. Like, hey, like he's a, he's a, he's like, Ooh, well, and then he's suddenly going, oh, it's me, the dog. And it's like, all right, we need you to do the bear again. Which one's the bear? I can't remember. <laughs> and then it's like you're doing the thing. Wait, wait. He's like, wait, we're doing a, a Ted 3? It's like, no, this is for the slot machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck there, buddy. The, the, the you're going to lose here, sucker, is, is better than the good luck. I, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you and your coworkers on the Sons of Anarchy and Britney Spears slot machine. Oh, thanks. I'm really You guys proud. have shook the industry to its core. 
What's coming up? Give me a teaser for one that's not out yet. Nobody knows who you are. Troll uh, me a bone. Give me because this will end. Uh, yeah, give me give me one that's in the works. Uh, I think there's a Breaking Bad that's gonna hit. Oh my god! That's I'm excited about that one. And then a Game of Thrones, which I no. think is getting, getting pushed out here pretty oh. quick. Could you imagine the Breaking Bad one? What do you got to hit three of with that? Uh, <laughs> Gus's deformed face. <laughs> I don't Gus's know. deformed face. Which one was Gus again? Oh, that's right. Uh, Gus was. Uh, I remember. Gus was yeah, the man. one who ended up getting terminated, right? <laughs> T two. He got T two'd. <laughs> he met his judgment day. Yeah. So what goes on on that one? Is it just like, say my name, <laughs> right? That has to be all over it. Yeah, the, Brian Cranston wanted too much uh, in royalties, so it's just a bunch of uh, that guy who plays Tuco. Yeah, fair amount of so Tuco just, and Gomi. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, you're playing the thing, you're just like, huh, I thought Walter White would be more a part of this thing. A lot of, a lot of Hank, Tuco, I think Danny Trejo just said something. Uh, Gomi just said a thing, and then... Uh, I bet you there's one where the fly flies across the screen for, like, bonus money, right? <laughs> bonus <Yeah>. time. <laughs> right? Yeah. You got to you gotta, uh, wave it off. Yeah. Yeah, you got to try to splat the fly. All right, now here's the thing. Give me the – this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Email me the secrets. Was there a pattern I do to hit the big thing? Just email me the secrets. <laughs> okay. Email right, I'll, me I'll work on that. The secret patterns. All right. Yeah, I, can I, I can't. I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you can't. There are no secret patterns. Wink, wink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, ha- that's the that's the most annoying thing. That's what you get. You get asked that every day. Of course you, you do. Know. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah. Thanks, Herb. I appreciate it. <laughs> Best show. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, Tom? Uh, this is Ryan from Kentucky. Ryan from Kentucky. Uh, this is Ryan. Yep, that's me. What's going on, Ryan? Uh, not much, man. How was your New Year? Did you have a good New Year? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, it happens. Yeah. Well, I was actually calling to see uh, how you felt about this uh, LCD sound system reunion. Yeah, more power to them. Really? Yeah, why not? I just, I mean, you do the whole thing where someone does a whole documentary film about your big, you know, glorious farewell in Madison Square Garden, which is like, you know, probably the coolest venue ever. And then you just come back out of nowhere, almost unannounced. I mean, you announce it. And then your first gig back is your headlining Coachella. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just seems kind of lame. Yeah, I, I got you. Look, I, I I get you. I get you, bud. I get you. I hear you. But, you know, it's like, look, people change their minds. It happens. Probably made perfect yeah. sense to him at the time to blow that thing up. Per- me, I would have said I'm putting it on ice. Well, we're back when we're back. Maybe we never come back. Maybe we'll be back next year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They got a new album coming out this year, too. Yeah. It's not just the concerts. They got a whole new record, everything. And isn't it uh, It's uh, Guns N' Roses are coming back, too? Yeah. 
Right? First show, it's going to be. Is it the original lineup? Are they all back? I have uh, for LCD Sound System. I believe so. Yes. Uh, for yeah, Guns of course. Nerds, I have no. Well, think, I, no. I you think the other two aren't coming back for that? Of course, they're coming back. <laughs> think I Nancy Wong is not going to come back. Of course, she's coming back. <laughs> but Guns and Roses. Yeah. Is it the original lineup back? I have no idea, actually. Uh, okay. I would say not, but maybe. Well, then it's not a big deal because they've like been playing casinos <laughs> for a while, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Mike, is it the original well, lineup? Dudio would know. Well, then it's not a big deal at all. Uh, I thought it was confirmed. Yeah, who cares? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Izzy Stradlin is not on board yet. No, no, yet. Busy okay. Reed is on board. Okay, for keyboards. For keyboards. Dizzy Reed. Who we cares? Don't we don't know if Frank Ferrer is going to play drums. Yeah, or, or Matt Sorum. Yeah. So, well, no Adler's doing it. Adler or Bust for me. Adler or Bust. Just picture it, though. That first show. Are they playing Coachella also? Right? That first time that starts, those kids yeah. are going to lose their marbles, right? Yeah. Maybe, uh. You know what? I wonder if they'll do one in a million. Remember that song? Uh, no. I bet you he doesn't. Bet you. I bet you that one gets conveniently left off the uh, set list. <laughs> it's hate speech. Maybe uh, maybe LCD Sound System will do a Guns N' Roses cover. Yeah, that's what they in should honor do. Of the, the if, dual reunion. if they're going to do this thing right, they should unite in it, right? Yeah, and yeah. do each other's songs, and and only do one of their own songs as the encore, right? <laughs> Just imagine these Guns N' Roses fans are all there, and suddenly, suddenly, GNR take the stage, right? Yeah. And then they're like, then suddenly they're like, Daft Punk is playing at my house, my house, right? Suddenly that's yeah. what Guns N' Roses start doing, right? <laughs> Daft Punk is playing at my house, my house. That's the way to do a reunion. And then LCD Sound System come out, right? Yeah. And they come out and they do, uh, they do that song, uh, it's so easy, right? So bleeping <laughs> easy. It's so easy. That's what they should do. I could see James Murphy doing that. Well, let's find out if it happens. They carry it. Great idea, bro. Happy New Year. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Right, enough, dudes, enough, dudes, enough dudes. Enough dudes. <laughs> Look, I want to hear what yeah, you have to say, but enough dudes. What do you What do you got, Chief? Down by 311 for your pumped-up playlist. Oh, yeah, down. No, that's that's defeat music. 311. You get me pumped up to jump off a bridge. I thought you were looking for bad music. I'm sorry, Tom. Well... <laughs> 
It's all right. Happy New Year. Picture Axl Rose doing, Who are your friends tonight? Right? Who are your friends? Pretty sweet. I'd see that. Then Donald Fagan comes out. Pinata style. Crab beats him. Giant sticks. That'd be pretty sweet. That's how it starts. Right? Oh. <laughs> you spent the last five years trying to manage with rape. And the next five years with your friends again. With all of your friends tonight. Oh, I wanted to tell you all about... What did I want to tell you all about? Well, I'd like to tell you all about my friends over at Casper Mattresses. That's right, it's Johnny Carson, back from the grave. Tonight on the show, uh, Casper Mattresses. Now, today's sponsor of the best show is Casper Mattresses. Obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now, you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash best show and using code best show. Now listen, you spend about a third of your life sleeping. You do. I don't. I spend about 90 minutes a night sleeping. That's me, though. But when I do, I want to make sure I'm on a comfortable mattress and you should make sure you're on a comfortable mattress. Well, Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days. What are these technologies? Well, latex foam and memory foam. Just the right amount of sink, just the right amount of bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver the mattress straight to you. You try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they pick it back up. You go to a mattress store, you get maybe a minute to try the mattress. You got everybody staring at you. Just weird. With Casper, you actually get the mattress in your home and you get to sleep on it. It's 500 for a twin size mattress. 950 for a king sized mattress. Compare that to industry averages and that is an outstanding price point. So what do you do? You go to casper.com. Slash best show. Use promo code best show and get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Casper mattresses go there. Guns and Roses. Can you imagine? They don't. They don't do it. No Izzy. No Sorum. No Sharpling. I ain't gonna show. Get them doing Rocket Queen.
Man, one album and they were out. One album. That's a one album wonder. Right? Bread made more great albums than than Guns N' Roses. Like, what do Guns N' Roses and Right Said Fred have in common? One. Best show, you're on the air. What the hell did you think you were doing? Hey, who is this? Don't play dumb with me, baby brother. Oh, okay, baby, okay, baby brother. Is this Ron? Is this Ron? You bet your sweet pale hiney it's Ron. Yeah, Ron, this is my brother Ron. Um, I gotta say, not into the, to the edge in your voice. Um, you're, you're my big brother. And, uh, you and I have had a, a, a pretty, pretty, uh, contentious, uh, relationship for a, a long time. And you've been doing a bunch of things that I feel that I, I am definitely not into. And I, you know, I just, it, you've, you've always managed to kind of usurp my stuff and to, what? yeah, what? I don't agree with that at all. Oh, you don't. I'm paving my own way, as I always have. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're paving your own way. Absolutely. I'm a paver of uh-huh. greatness. A paver of greatness. Yep. Yeah. Well, you've been uh, a paver of misery for me uh, a bunch of times. And also, uh, very recently, you were a paver of mi- nothing but misery. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Hmm, that's what I get. How so? Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ron, you've done. You've just all you do is you, 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 you just like you just take, and you you took. You know. Are you talking about the New Year's Day party? Because that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where you oh. screwed me over. Oh, oh, I screwed you over at it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, by all means, let me hear how I screwed you over at the New Year's Day, which I was talking about. Okay, well, yeah. look, I'm the comedy star in this family, right? Uh-huh. And when I start cracking wise, your job is to support me and be the straight man. To be okay, your... you, ste- you steamrolled me in the middle of my joke, mm-hmm. you hijacked it, and then you drove it over the state line like so much borax soap. Uh-huh. Wait, what is that? That is maybe the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. It's, you're, you're what? It sounds like somebody is steamrolling, you said, then hijacking. Yes. Then driving it. Did Over say, the state line like so much borax. You never heard that before? What is that? So somebody's driving borax soap over state lines? Yes, ill-gotten borax. Uh-huh. Yes. I've never heard anything about that. Oh, yeah, I've I, heard a lot. Ill-gotten borax. Yep. That is, well, you know, I get, goes for, with the territory for, for not making sense because... 
you're you're talking about how you're this big comedy star of the family. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you weren't making sense. How so? Well, the joke you were telling, the one yeah. what you're talking about, the one about if if uh, Steve Harvey was announcing the winner of this year's election. Yes. Yeah. And then you started doing an impression that I think was, I don't even know, God knows what it was supposed to be, but it sounded like, it was. I think it was supposed to be Wolf Blitzer, but it sounded much more like Dracula. It was Dracula, you comedy dummy yummy. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, I don't get why you would do what was supposed to be Wolf Blitzer as Dracula. All right, well, well, check this out. Uh-huh. All right, I'm, I'm going to submit some stuff to, to Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah, check this out. You ready? Okay. Uh, all right, this is for his monologue. Hey, everyone, uh, have you heard about this 2016 election? What a mess. What an effing mess. <laughs> How about these Democratic candidates? Hillary Clinton? Didn't this country get dragged through the toilet enough with her brother? And what is their deal? Sometimes it seems like the two of them are a little too close, if you know what I mean. Like Ed Rooney said in Ferris Wheel's Day Off. So that's how it is in their family. Now, you know I'm voting Republican because I don't hate America, and I prefer to be under the control of responsible leaders. And thankfully, it looks like Governor Trump is going to be the candidate. But it's sad because the Bush family really should get another one of their great men in the Oval Office. But I'll tell you what, Jed Bush... He really made an effing mess out of that in the debate, huh? He started saying, read my lips, no new taxes. And then Governor Trump jumped all over him and destroyed it. It was pretty epic seeing Jed flop, I'll tell you that. And I'm sure his son and his grandson were like, it looks like Grandpa won't get in the White House after all, right? <laughs> gold stuff, right? That is the dumbest. There were, there was about, there were so many mistakes in there. Name one. Hillary Clinton, right? Right. How is how is she related to uh, Bill Clinton? Her, it's uh, she's his brother. No, they're married. What? Yeah, Bill Clinton. No way. Not, they're not brother and sister. What? Oh. And then you oh. said, you "Oh, said, I can change that." Okay. Okay. Well, you should because it's ink you know, that. And you said Don, you called Donald Trump go, governor? Yeah. He's, he's governor of New York City, right? He's not. Go, well, you wouldn't be governor of a city, but he's not governor of anything. Oh, okay. Well, what else didn't you like, George Carlin? Uh-huh. Well, it, well, it wasn't even, none of it was funny. It just seemed like. I a, laughed a couple times. Uh -huh. Didn't you hear me? It just seemed like a, like a weird Weird kind of, like, un uninformed rant. Oh, well, and, you said you didn't get it, right? Mm -hmm. well, you know? you said, and you never will get it. Uh -huh. it's, it's not the kind of egghead humor that you do, all uh -huh. right? Ron, I don't do, like, egghead humor either. Sure you do. That uh -huh. that heady stuff you and guys like Louis do, you know, it doesn't connect with the lunch pail Johnnies who listen to Big Brother Ron's Real the Best Show. That's uh -huh. for sure, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you're going to talk all about Big Brother Ron's Real the Best show, which uh, upsets me to no end. Why? That, that you do a show with the, that is pretty much aping this show. Uh, no, I don't. It's my own. It's my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
real the best show. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, Ron, from what I saw in the uh, podcast listings and the ratings for the last few months of fourth quarter, uh, doesn't seem like what you're doing uh, on your show is connecting with anybody at this point. You saw my ratings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You uh, really took a dip there, didn't you, Ron? Yeah, look, um, it's not going so good right now, okay? Um, I'll tell you one thing, man. I'm, I'm heading to where Kiss was when they made music from The Elder and where you've been for the last 13 years. Uh-huh. Oh, no, It's not pretty. Uh-huh. Oh, that's nice. But for you to, that's not, I, we're doing great over here. That's not what I can tell, you know. But look, you know, it's all going to be great because I know you've been hoping for this day ever since I launched Big Brother Ron's Real the Big Show. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, it's not what it's not what. uh, So this is what I've been hoping for. Yes. Yeah. That you're you're what you're going to finally stop doing it. What? What are you crazy? No way, baby brother. You are going to join Big Brother Ron's crazy crew. <laughs> no, there, there is no way I'm going to join your show, Ron. Come, look, <laughs> let's face facts, okay? My show has way more of an edge than yours. I mean, no offense, but your show has all the danger of a mouse peeing on a cotton ball. Oh. <laughs> I've actually started putting up stickers all over Newbridge that say that. Yeah. Though so that's you? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering who was putting those stickers up. Oh my god, I have to. I mean, it's it's pod war out there, man. It's like I'm the general rommel of podcasting. I've actually been putting up stickers that say that too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have seen those stickers as well. It's uh it's it's a pretty stupid sticker, no offense. What? It's it's of a tank. Yes. That's that's got headphones. It's wearing headphones. Yes. And talking into a Shure SM58. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it commands respect. You think that sticker commands respect? I know it does. Uh huh. I'll, I'll tell you something else. What? No offense again, but my show has juice. It's like your show <laughs> is like a child's juice box. On reverse steroids, uh, and I've seen, I've seen that on a sticker too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many I'm putting st- those up? Yeah. How many stickers are you making? I got like ten more that I didn't even mention. They're all about you, though. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, they're, so they're, you're making stickers about? You're slamming me with stickers. Yeah, it's a total sticker slam. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I got I, I I see these stickers in in men's rooms, and. uh you I put them on the base of toilets. You put them on the base yeah, of what, toilets. What are you doing looking down there, my friend? Well, you also put them very high on the wall. Also, I do, yeah. So they can't yeah. be scraped down. Yeah, I'm a high wall sticker. Uh-huh, and a yeah. and a toilet base sticker. I am, yes. You don't do yeah. anything in the middle. Nope, nope. No. Little high, little low. Anywhere the wind blows. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's uh, a great man who wrote that line. Uh-huh. Yep. And you probably... Do you think that he was singing about sticker placement? I'm sure he was, yeah. <laughs> on on Bohemian Rhapsody? 
Yeah, Scaramooch, Scaramooch. That's, that's, um, where's he from? He's from, uh, he's from Zanzibar. That's Zanzibarian for stickers. Scaramooch. He was saying stickers, stickers. Uh-huh. When you do the Fandango. Uh-huh. He had, he had, he, his only friends were stickers as a child. Freddie Mercury. documented. Was only friends with stickers? His only friends were stickers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then he met the other guys in Queen? He did, yeah. Well, he was born with that thick mustache. Well, he no, he grew that mustache. What? Yeah. That seems weird. <laughs> what is? What seems weird? That a baby doesn't have a thick mustache? How's now that you, not... Now that you say... You know, I, it sounds implausible coming out of your mouth, but it's, it also makes a little sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, look. Here's something else. What? Why my? Why you should be absorbed into my show? Yeah. I've had way cooler people on my show in the last year than you have. Uh huh. Like who have you had on your show? Ooh, off the top of my head, uh, Harvey Levin, uh, The Situation, Scott Stapp, uh, Chris Brown, Martin Screlly, uh Peter Chris, Ann Coulter. Who else? Uh, Lance Armstrong, Joran Vandersloot. Uh, George Zimmerman, Papa John Schnatter, uh, Walter Palmer, Carl Rove, Carl Rove Jr., uh, Matt Drudge, Merle Allen, to name just a couple. Uh huh. Well, those are, that's a pretty, pretty terrible crew you just listed there. No. Yeah. No. I'll who, tell you what. Who is Walter Palmer? Are you kidding me? Only the coolest dentist in Minnesota. Oh, oh, is he the guy that shot the lion? He liberated that lion. (laughs) From Earth. From the jungle. Oh, yeah. And existence. I don't know about that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'll tell you one thing, though. What? I can't wait to get you, Jim, and Don together on the air. It's going to be so cool. Uh-huh. Jim and Don. Who are Jim and Don? Jim Florentine and Don Jameson. Why? <laughs> the guys from that metal show. Oh, they're from more than that. They each have their own individual comedy careers. Sure, sure. Yeah. But you could learn a lot from them. Uh-huh. Well, like, what could I learn from from Jim Florentine or Don Jameson? Well, how to tell an Ozzy Osbourne joke for one? Uh huh. Yeah. Jim does the best Ozzy jokes. Uh huh. Well, I didn't know Jim Florentine did Ozzy Osbourne jokes. Can I guess how one might go? Sure. Uh huh. Um. Hmm. Jim Florentine doing an Ozzy joke would probably go something like, "Um, why why did Ozzy cross the road? Why?" Because he was trying to catch the crazy train. Hold, hold on here. What? Are you with Jim right now? No, that was me. No, you just put him on the phone, right? No, that, it was that, Ron. That was me. Oh, my God. You're good. Whoa. Hey, can, can you do anyone else? Um... Yeah, I guess I could. Um, huh. Like, uh, I don't know. Who else can I do? Like, uh, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, yeah. Do that. Oh, hey, it's awesome. Oh, it's so cool. Ah, so great. This show's so awesome. My God. What? 
I'll tell you, man, had I known that you were this generation's John Biner, I'd never have tried to kill you all those times when you were sleeping as a kid. Wait, you, you tried to kill me? Man, I can't wait for you to host Big Brother Ron's Dunce Ditch. That's going to be cool, too. Big, what is Big Brother Ron's, what is it? Dunce Ditch. Dunce Ditch. Yes, yeah. What is Big Brother Ron's Dunce Ditch? Well, it's a portion of the show where you announce who is an enemy of the show, and then you do impressions, you know, like the ones you just did, of these people, you know, making fun of them without anything resembling mercy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, super cruel. Uh-huh. So, like, so, like, who is in the dunce ditch? Oh, off the top of my head? Uh, let's see, uh, Patton Oswalt, uh, Julie Klausner, Damian Abraham, uh, Ben Gibbard, John Worcester, uh, Dave Windorf. Uh, who else? Nathan Fielder, uh, Adam Resnick, uh, Kurt Brownholder. Who else? Uh, Molly Shannon, uh, Sharon Horgan, um, John Spencer. Who else? Paul Shear, uh, Jake Fugelnust. Uh huh. To name just one. Yeah. Well, every one of those people uh, are people I'm fr- friends with. Oh well, yeah. tell you one thing. And a lot of them have been on the show. Oh. Hmm. Well, you need to decide where your bread is buttered, mm-hmm. you know, on the friend side or on the family side. Okay. And as the saying goes, family bread is way thicker than friend bread. Family bread is like hard motor oil in bread form. Family bread. You never heard that? I've n- never heard that family bread is like hard. Way, way thicker. Uh-huh. Than friend bread. Uh huh. And that it's also like hard motor oil in bread form. Yes. Oh, I've, I've never heard anything even resembling that as a mm. any sort of saying. Oh, it's out there. I think it's in the Bible too. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking of what we can call the show now that you're going to be involved. Ooh. I wrote this down. I think it looks pretty good. See what you think of this. Big Brother Ron's Real The Best Show featuring Blob, the human garbage can. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me let me, let me me take a wild stab in the dark here. Um, Step up to that batter's box. Yeah, okay. I'm in the batter's box. Now I'm going to okay. take, a, take a swing. Okay, here comes that pitch. Yeah. And I'm going to guess that I'm Blob. That's correct. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a single. Okay, well, what is this? It was it was the human garbage can, though. What yes, is yeah. Blob the human garbage can? Well, listeners will send in weird things for you to eat, and you eat them. Like, uh, I don't know, uh, fetid swimsuits, uh, tired old hamburgers, uh, rusty glass. Uh-huh, okay, yeah. glass. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to eat anything. Somebody sends in glass. I'm supposed to eat it. And and the other thing is, it's a it's a podcast, so nobody's even going to see me do it. Well, I, you didn't let me get to the human garbage can cam yet. Uh huh. Yeah. People pay extra to watch you devour their sick trash. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ron. Yeah. Yes, little one. Uh huh. Well, don't call me. Don't call me that. <laughs> Why? 
I don't like it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Ron, um, can I ask you something? Sure. Uh, it's something I, w- I wanted to ask. Um, okay. Uh, on New Year's Day, it was, it, uh, it was hard to tell because you were wearing long sleeved shirt. Yeah. Um, did you get, uh, did you get a tattoo? <laughs> no, you dingle dip. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I got seven tattoos. You got seven tattoos. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that cool? Oh, Ron, you're, you're like, you're like 55. So my role model, Sonny Barger was getting tattoos like in his sixties. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And well, what, what, what are the tattoos, Ron? Well, they all have incredible personal importance to me that I need the world to take notice of and in turn be fascinated by. Uh-huh. Yeah. I actually tweeted a photo of uh, the one on my back today. Okay. Yeah, do you know my, my handle? What Your what? Your... What? My Twitter handle. Your Twitter. What is it? It's at Big Bro Ron Brings the Pain. Okay. Big Bro, B-R-O. Ron brings the pain. Hold on. Okay, there it is. There's a picture of you with your arms around two, like, bikini women. It looks like it's at, like, a car show or something. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty hot, right? They were way into me. Yeah, I'm sure they were way in. You they can actually, were. You can actually see in the photo the other people online waiting to get their picture taken next with it. How how long were you with them? Ten seconds? No. Like 14. <laughs> 14. Yeah, yeah. So they quickly... But they smiled at me like they didn't smile at any of the other dudes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was at the car show? It was, yeah. 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 Yeah, well... I bought them snow cones, too. Okay. Yeah. Did they want them? Mr. Snow Cone Man. Did they want them? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's so... That's so Ron. As, Isn't it? Yeah, as yeah. I've said my whole life. Right? Yeah. 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 So, my ink's pretty sick, isn't it? Huh. Wait, where... Oh, my God, there it is. Oh, my God. It's, yes. It's like a, I guess I'll describe it because we're on the radio. It's like a, like a really hairy dragon. Hey, that's my back hair. I can't help that. And it's not a dragon. It's a rabid wolf with a serpent's tail. Uh Uh-huh. So a wolf with a serpent's tail. Okay. What, what, what's that written? around it i can't i can't make those words out oh it's totally tribal bro uh-huh what tribal yeah yeah what what tribe is it vietnam tribe what's that vietnam tribe the vietnam tribe yeah <laughs> that, that, that's the, the dumbest way you could put how would you say it how would i say yeah um, I guess it's, it's lettering. It's like, it's like 
I'm not sure what language that is. It's Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. Vietnam, but don't call it the Vietnam tribe. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, note to self. Okay, so that's yeah. what that's what you have written is written in Vietnamese? Yeah, yeah. I went to that new tattoo place in uh, in the Tinsi Da Nang section of South Newbridge. Uh-huh. And I told the guy to write, I am the bringer of all wars, the master of the masses, because basically that's what I am in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wrote that in Vietnamese. Sure. <laughs> hey, uh, Ron. Yeah? Uh, I'm looking at the 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 Friends of Tom chat that we right. have going, and a couple of people are also checking your uh, tattoo out, and they're saying that that's not actually what it says. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what are they saying? It's, uh, they're saying that it says, "Behold, the fat, uneducated pig." That's not all. Behold. (laughs) Behold the fat, uneducated pig. He bathes in his own excrement. He thinks the world awaits his every utterance, but really everyone laughs behind his fat, hairy back. Oh my god. What do you do? Oh, I am going to murder those jagoffs. Uh-huh. Well, Ron, I just had to I just had to center all of that. I can't, I I got to say I'm very disappointed that you would say something that offensive. Oh, please. Those don't listen to your POS show. Uh-huh. Well, the, regardless of whether they listen or not, I'm not going to have that kind of vitriol on the best show. Right? can't believe those guys did that to me. Oh, furious. Hey, uh, where where are you right now, Ron? What? Where are you? Oh, I'm at that brand new uh, subterranean discount glass store, the glass hole. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really running up a tab. I'm so angry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, those those Vietnamese tattoo artists, they yeah. seemed so into it when I was there, when I was doing the job. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't understand what the, the three of them were saying to each other, but they were having the best time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, can I, can I guess... Uh... What they were doing while you were being tattooed? Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. They were, uh, they were kind of like, their, like your idea of them having the best time, were they laughing? They were, yeah. They are uh-huh. having a, just a blast. Mm-hmm. Could you see any of them exchanging like what you would, what you would, uh, call like a knowing, Wink or or nod? Yes, yeah. They had the TV on, and it was uh, it was one of those um, one of those game shows. And I I, I assume that they, they they knew the answers, so they they were they were like nodding at each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like doing little winks and stuff. 
Yeah. Did you? So when you were sitting there, was it right? You didn't happen to catch a glimpse of any of them behind your back, did you? I did. Yes. Uh-huh. And I can guess maybe uh, they were pointing. Point pointing. Yeah, and also copying your movement. Yes, which I've heard in Vietnam is is the is the the sincerest uh, showing of respect. Uh huh. The sincerest showing of respect. Yes. Yeah, that's what you've heard. Yes, it was on Mash. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they were they were goofing on you straight up, wrong man. Well, I'll tell you, if what you said is true, what your listener said is true that they wrote. Yeah. I just thank God I didn't put the sealant on yet. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's that? I, I didn't put the sealant on yet. What 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 did you mean by sealant? Well, when you get a tattoo, you put the sealant on it, and then it's permanent. But until you you do that, it's not permanent. Uh-huh, you, you, uh-huh. you can you can shower it yeah. off. Yeah, well, that's not how tattoos work at all, Ron. Do you know how my fist works? Why is that? But that is actually the second time somebody said that to me in a, in the last two weeks. What? Do you know how my fist works? Mm-hmm. I love that saying. Is it? I want to say it more. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, um, it's actually on a similar track. It's like my, my hero, Sonny Barger, always says. Uh-huh. Um, Wait. What, what? Where's all this Sonny Barger stuff coming from? It's like you really hold Sonny Barger up as a hero? The... Former I head did. of Hell, Hell's Angels. Yes, yeah. I mean, well, he got stuff done. Uh huh. Yeah, he he got as much stuff done as my other hero. Who's that? Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger, the like the the Boston mob kingpin. Yeah. Um, like what? <laughs> I have no idea what on earth he could have done. Uh, he's a straight up psychopath. What he could have done to to. Make him a hero of yours. Well, you'll get a crash course on all of that when the Barger Bulger Bard sets sail. Wait, what? What is that? The Barger Bulger Bulge. The Barger Bulger Barge. Why? The Barger Bulger Barge. Yes, the Barger Bulger Barge. What is the Barger? That's exciting, doesn't it? What is the Barger Bulger Barge? Well, you know how everyone is having these cruises now, you know, like rock bands have them and comedians and authors and things like that, they have mm-hmm. those cruises? Yeah. Well, I'm doing the same thing, but my cruise combines my two greatest influences. Yeah. Um, West Coast motorcycle hoodlums. Okay. And New England mobsters. Uh-huh. And it's on a barge. <laughs> you know, it's not a hoity-toity cruise ship. Yeah. Well, that sounds... Come just so insanely dangerous on like every imaginable level. Oh no way, man! These guys are all cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, you actually know these people? Oh yeah, yeah. Who, who do you think's helping me steal Freddie Mercury's onesie from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend? Uh huh. Okay, hold on a second. You're moving way too fast here. I'm that's just they say. I'm the ladies just, say. Okay. Well, that's I wouldn't brag about that, Ron. No, I thought when you move fast, it means you're, you're – oh, wait, maybe you're right. Uh-huh. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm still wrapping my head around the barger-bulger barge. Okay. So you got to excuse me that I, I'm – Oh, did you fart? <laughs> Stop it. 
that I'm having a hard time processing. <coughs> oh, I started smoking. Yeah, you can't do that on my show. Can't what? You can't f on my show. That's for sure. Okay. For damn sure. All right, Ron. Um, you said you're going to steal Freddie Mercury's onesie. That is correct. Yes. From the Rock and Roll mm. Hall of Fame. That's correct. Uh huh. I'm really sad now. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about how he left us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm better now, though. Oh, good, good. Now you say, you seem to think that it's weird that that you would do this. Yes, yeah. Well, look, it's no secret that I need some help getting out of these pod doldrums. Yeah, your now, show the, your show is flat, is flat uh, lining now. Ratings aren't great. Yeah, so I need more power, right? Uh huh. The kind of power that can only come from a rock superstar's jester's leotard. Wait, so so you think if you if you wear Freddie Mercury's leotard, you're going to get Freddie Mercury's power? Yeah, yeah. When I don that onesie, I will in effect become Mister Fahrenheit. I, I can't wait till we steal that bad boy on Sunday night when the Hall of Fame closes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Ron, this sounds ridiculously dangerous. Oh, don't worry about me. I, I got those Irish chowder heads on a short leash, believe me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. What? Oh, my God, do you hear that? What is that? It's... It's Vietnamese folk music. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess the guys from the tattoo shop must have heard me speaking ill of them. Yeah. I can't believe they listen to your POS show, man. Uh, well, I, I don't know what's going on with the music or what that they're playing. Oh, no. Hey, what? What is that? Oh my God! That, that's Bostonian folk music. That's the mighty, mighty Bostones. Oh no! They must have heard me call them chowderheads. They hate that. It's like he's not even singing. But it's double tracked. It is. But he's talking. So he actually did a second take of that. He must have. Now who's singing this part? It's very full sounding. And, it is. And thin at the same time. What's going on there, Ron? I'll tell you what's going on. I'm sorry, I was distracted by the production on this thing. But it's just the concept of it. Oh wait, what's this now? That bass playing is so busy. He's talking again, but it's sort of melodic, right? Someone else is singing behind him. I think you're right. But the singer isn't. Yes, no, and there's a guitar power slide. These guys cover a lot of bases, man. Well, look, besides, that's besides the point. Yeah? We are in the midst of a classic Boston mob slash Vietnamese tattoo shop tag team rub-out. Well, Ron, I, I hope you'll be careful at least. Look, 
This is your big brother here, Tommy, all right? Yeah. If anyone can talk their way out of this, it's your big brother, Ron, oh, all right? that does not sound now, good. Now, sit back and listen to Genius in Action. No, don't, Ron. All right, here leave. we go. Run, you ready? Run, Ron, run. All right. Oh, they're turning it down. Oh, here we go. Oh, I see them. All right, yeah. here they are. What's up, my dudes? Listen, I just want to say God. Oh no. I think he's gone. Oh no. Oh. Are you reading uh Twitter, Mike? Are, are people uh, using the Jail Fagan hashtag? The rat. All of y'all friends tonight. All of y'all friends tonight. We are North American scum. Drunk girls. Oh, you know what I haven't heard in a while? The other best show theme. I want to hear it. And I'll be right back in a matter of moments. Let's take a listen to this song. Green Room Blues by Tony Andy and Kevy here on the best show.
five shows back. That's right, man. 2016. Not holding back anymore. Right, Mike? Pedal to the metal. And I'm telling you, Mike, I'm going to need you to track those other two dudes out there and report back to me with things you might see. Okay? And I'm going to ask the same of the other two to also track each other as well. Turn into a full 1984-type rat rat fest. The kind of thing that, like, Rick Ross would encourage. That You know that, that corrections officer who raps? Yeah. Shouldn't his songs be about, like, like... It should be about, like, selling prisoners cigarettes, right? Like, bringing contraband into the prison and selling it to the, to the, to the prison community. How he allows homemade booze, Mike said. That's a fair point. Just stepped out of the studio for a minute. Mike was just telling me about again, reminding me about his favorite scenes in The Hateful Eight. Who's your favorite character in it, Mike? Who's your favorite actor in it? Jennifer Jason Lee. She was great. Who else? That was it. You didn't like the other seven members of The Hateful Eight. You don't like Walton Goggins. Do you like him in other things? Yeah, he was good. Oh, he was good in Justified. There you go. Yeah, you hear that, Walton Goggins? You were good in Justified. You didn't like him in Django Unchained? Yeah, he was in there, Mike. Well... Not not the biggest part. Who you didn't like anyone? Kurt Russell. Who? Tim Roth. Michael Madsen. That was hilarious. I was laughing so much. Yeah, so what? He didn't move. Yeah, what are you gonna go, go see? Uh, go see uh, Pitch Perfect then, Mike. If you want people dancing around, yeah. Go see Step Up. And look, I'll watch Pitch Perfect. I'll watch Pitch Perfect too. I'm not gonna watch Step Up. And I'll watch Hateful Eight. You didn't laugh when he was playing it. As macho as anyone could humanly play a role. You didn't laugh. But you hate these Quentin Tarantino movies from the get-go. You hate all of them, but you keep going back. 
Right? What, what do you think? One day one's magically going to be awesome? Yeah, no, you want to be able to wind up everybody else. Wink, wink. Mike, I, Mike you're playing the part. It's fine. Yeah, the fanboys. Meanwhile, if anybody speaks ill of uh, 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 Shakedown Street or, or Coors Light... You're on them like, uh, like, like, uh, uh, you're on them like, uh, like, uh, uh, sticky tape, right? Like double-sided tape. You're all over them. Got a lot of Coors Light left over after that, uh, that, uh, holiday party, huh? A lot of other, will you drink some of that other beer in there? You'll mix it up, right? You didn't laugh at Michael Madsen. I laughed. I was laughing at how ridiculous he was playing it. All right. Yeah, you missed the nuance. Yeah. This guy, he goes in. <clears throat> uh-huh. Well, see, he didn't move. You know who's excited about the next... Uh, Quentin Tarantino movie more than anyone? Mike. Mike can't wait. Yeah, he's not going to... Yeah. Tell you one thing. Wolf of Wall Street. Hateful Eight. I think I like these three-hour... I think I like these three-hour movies that are like go to a place and stay there yeah don't worry Mike I'm not going to see the revenant on your weird street copy yeah yeah that's exactly what uh, that's exactly what the filmmaker imagined I hope people have a chance to see my movie the revenant they can either see it on a, in a deluxe screen theater, like an IMAX, or hopefully, that's my second best way, uh, the, that's the, the second best way I, I would hope to present the movie. The first way, the optimal conditions are, you get a whole, you go to Bayonne, and <laughs> the guy selling bootleg DVDs in the, Dwayne Reed parking lot that he's there and I hope you can get a shaky copy of a of a, of one someone film uh, someone filmed in the theater on a poorly dubbed DVD burned at the highest rate of duplication so there's more chances for glitches yeah and what did you think of the revenant you haven't seen it yet. Out of Trunk, The Revenant. They love you. The Hollywood loves you, Mike. Uh, what's that? Bayonne does love Hollywood. You had... Bayonne had War of the Worlds there. Right? Had, uh... The guy from the Efferdent commercials there. From Bayonne. 
Pepsodent. That guy who writes uh, Game of Thrones, George Railroad Martin. He's from there, but he turned his back on it, never went back. What? What is that? Mm-hmm. A movie called Hysterical Blindness was filmed in Bayonne. Wow. Why don't you put a tour together? AP Mike's Real Bayonne. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, good, more dudes. What's up? Hey, this is uh, Josh calling from Elizabeth. What's up, Josh? Uh, not much. Hey, um, I had uh, some songs for the topic. Songs for the topic for, I'm looking for to songs to get pumped up to. Yeah, so I have two, if you'll allow. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so the first one I have, which always kind of gets me going, uh, I've got Testify by uh, Volcano Sun. Yeah, no, it, I, I know that one very well. And secondly, another one uh, catering to the best show, uh, Achilles' Last Stand by Led Zeppelin, a 10-minute epic. Oh, Achilles, what? You're really turning me on to the new ones there. Achilles' <laughs> Last Stand and Volcano Suns. Get off my phone. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Peter from Providence. Oh, hi, Peter. How are you? How are you? Good. What, how are you? What's up, Chief? I have a song for 2016, and I have a story of a man getting thrown off of a commuter train in Boston. You sound like what's-his-face. Uh, anybody ever tell you who your voice sounds like? Hmm. No. You sound like that guy who used to do the uh, that 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 radio show on public radio where he'd be like, I'm dreaming about a night where, you know, the guy who is that Mike used to be on WFMU. Who's that major Ed Dames? Was that his name? What was his name again? You know, the guy told stories, Joe Frank, you got a Joe, Joe Frank. Frank. Yeah. You got a Joe Frank. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I have heard Joe Frank, but no one's ever told me that. That's what you're going to do. Get as moody as you can and tell me this commuter train story. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll try. Here we go. Um, and I'll do so I was, in the background. Okay. Go okay. Go. So I was on a commuter train from Providence to Boston to go see a Todd Barry Crowdwork show. Yeah. And there was a man on the train who didn't seem to be doing that well. He looked like he'd led a hard life. And he was asking people for food. He wasn't really bothering anybody. Just sort of like, you could tell he kind of wasn't doing well mentally, physically. And a couple stops up the train, an MBTA guy comes up to him and asks him where he's going, and the guy says he's going to Boston. And And the MBTA guy says, well, you're getting off at Attleboro. Mm-hmm. And the the guy who was an older guy, the old guy says, "No, no, I got to get to Boston. I got to see a doctor." And he starts shouting it, "I got to get to Boston. I got to see a doctor." And the MBTA guy goes, well, "You're going to get off in Attleboro. You're really going to like it there. Here, it's really nice there." So they stop the train at Attleboro, and um, the guy starts getting kind of belligerent, but not being violent at all. Just like stands up and he goes, I gotta get to Boston, I gotta see a doctor. And the MBTA employee says, 
hey, you want to take a swing at me, old man? And the guy kind of lunged at him, and um, it looked like a fight was about to break out, but the no, no punches were thrown. And uh, the guy, you know, um, willingly but grudgingly, like, got off the train at Attleboro. And everybody was really, like, shaken up. Nobody quite knew what to do. And um, so the next, uh, well, I, I end up, I go to the Todd Berry show, which was great. I spent the night in Boston and um, kind of wondering what happened to the old man. And then the next morning I get on the train at South Station to come back to Providence. And I step onto the train and the old man is sitting We'll never know what happened to that old man at the Attleboro train station. How about that? Best show, you're on the air. 16 tons. 60 tons. 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year. Is this BB? You bet you. How are you? From Las Vegas. Yes, sir. I'm real good. What's going on in Las Vegas tonight? It's raining, and uh, the Consumer Electronics Show is starting tomorrow. It is? Yeah, I'm right behind the convention center, and uh, the parking lot's kind of jammed in the morning. And it's going to be messy around here, but yeah, that's a big one. That's They open the year with that one, and I've already been seeing a lot of stuff about it on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And and that what people from all over the world roll in for that one? They absolutely do. It just is. It just shows you what to drop your money on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? Will you see any of it, or you want nothing to do with it? No, I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Jeopardy was here at the Consumer Electronics Show a few years ago, and we wanted to go, but we didn't make it. You didn't make it. You wanted to compete or we just watch. Compete. Oh, just for the Jeopardy. Could you be? Were you, would you be good at Jeopardy? No, sir. No. No, I, I have to be really relaxed. I mean, I, I can remember a lot of stuff from from school and whatnot, but if I was uh, on the firing line, I think I'd seize up. You sound pretty smart, though, BB. Yeah, when I'm calm. I I have um some suggestions for you about your uh, motivational. For a 2016 play. Yeah. You know what this gets into, because I've been meaning to talk to you about this. There are certain songs that get you motivated because they remind you of things. Like what? Uh, well, you know, I never really did like Your Love by the Outfield, but I could really stand to hear it sung by a certain squirrel. You want to hear, what, Gary the Squirrel do that? Yeah, I think that would be nice. Well... I'll, I'll forward to him. He's not here. He's on tour. That's that's cool, you know. You can have his people get back to my people. Well, um, he... I wanted to ask you, do you know a gentleman by the name of David Diamond? David Diamond. Yeah. I don't. How would I know David Diamond? You ever hear of the Kings? The Kings? Yeah. Um, the hockey Canadian squad? Night. Not the uh, hockey no, team. No, no, they're no, they're Canadian, um, Canadian rock band, Canadian real power pop. Switching to Glide, mm. you ever hear of it? No, I don't. Oh, it's right in your wheelhouse. 
I just wanted to, um, I want to sing along with it, man. You did, uh, what was it? Don't let's, no. Oh, I don't want to lose your love tonight. That's the song you want to hear Gary the Squirrel sing, right? Absolutely. But I, I just want to use your love tonight. Well, maybe he'll he'll be back next week. He said he was going to bring uh, his former roommate Vance back. He was going he was going to get him, to bring him back. Vance has been right. uh, Vance has been away for a while. Gary was going to get him. I am uh, glad he's coming home. Yeah. Uh, should we have anything special in the refrigerator for him? We're bringing them all back home in 2016, right? It's good to know. Potentially the final year of the best show. If it doesn't go right, I'm telling you, if it doesn't go right, I'm out. I got nothing to gain. I could do anything. Absolutely. So right? the sky is your limit. Exactly. I'm like the Lizard King. I can do anything. The little peyote in the walk in the woods won't. There you go. Here. Little peyote the and a walk in the woods. Walk in the woods. Uh, again, the only other straight up jock jam I had for you. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've heard this. Um, you know John Spencer's sister Muffin. Do I know what's that? Muffin Spencer. John Raffy. Spencer. You mean the rock star John Spencer? I do indeed. Do you know his sister Muffin? I don't. Oh, she has a band called Brassy, and they got a song called "I Will Play Someday." Wait, I need to know more about Muffin Spencer. She, they have two albums out. Um, the golfer. Brassy. That's all. The- Muffin Spencer Devlin. No, well, we maybe go. she, uh, yeah, maybe she got married. Oh, no, I got it. Ooh. Here we go. Brassy. And what song should I check out? Play some D. Play some what? D. You know that's a yeah. reference to, right? I do indeed. Tenacious D. I mean, it's not a reference to Tenacious D. It's a reference. You know, t- Tenacious D is a reference to. Um, the scary guy. We're playing some Tenacious D out there. That guy. Who's that, Bill Walton? Was that your Bill Walton impression? No, I forget his name. Marv Albert. Thank you kindly. Yes! Right? Yes! Exactly. It counts and the foe! You know what's amazing when you find out, and I'm not kidding you, Chuck D was hugely influenced by Marv Albert's announcing style when he started rapping. That's touching. Did you know that? I like it. Yeah, no, I I could see it. Just you wanna you wanna let people know what's going on out there. It's commanding. Yeah. Just uh, get a better hairpiece. My only suggestion. Yeah, he uh, was definitely lacking in that department, right? That thing. It's like if you're looking for where Gary the squirrel went. It's like he looks like he's taking a nap on Marv Albert's head. He sure do. Yes. Yes. The Knicks fired and him. He came back, though, didn't he? Well, he? He announces, I think, for the... Who's he announced for the Nets? No, not for the Knicks, Nets. Mike. It's Mike Breen and, and Walt Clyde Frazier, one of my all-time heroes. Yeah. 
Because Walt Frazier. with that man. He started, what's that? I share a birthday with Walt Frazier. You do? What is yes, the sir. birthday? That would be the 29th of March. The 29th of March. Uh, Eric Idle, uh, Elle McPherson, Lucy well, that, Lawless. That is an amazing <laughs> birthday. It is, yeah. Who's the, who's the other one? Uh, Sedaris, Amy Sedaris. That's like the perfect birthday buddies to have. It it certainly is. Mine is a. I could go on. Mine is a bust. I think you are the same day as Matt Groening, maybe. Here's who's on mine. You ready for this? Get Got ready it. for this. Is this the right one? Yeah. Look at this. What a group of losers. I don't even know who have to. Lord Edward Carlson is like the Lord Edward Carson, war hero. Might be the best one on the list. Taylor McAfee, McAfee, a bassist. What's he? Bassist. Mia Farrow. That's all right. Carmen Miranda. That's all right. Carol King. That's all right. Who else is on this thing? What a bust of Judas Light, Charlie Day, the guy from uh, the uh, the from uh, Robot Wars, whatever that movie was, Pacific okay. Rim, Joe Pesci, Judas Light, Angela, jo- Angela, Angela. She was on Parent. Uh, Joe Transparent. Pe- also, she's she? scary on that. Okay. Joe Pesci. Hey, you mutt! Right? Remember him kicking people. Keep them here. You know who's on my birthday? Who I'm into? Michael B. Jordan. From Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, not Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan from Creed. <laughs> he was so good in that movie. That movie's so good. You should have seen me in that theater. I started uh, crying weeping. my eyes out. I'm telling you, I was crying oh, so shame. much, and I couldn't stop. It was like every bit, every, you know, cause sometimes it's like the emotion doesn't come out when you want it to. And then it comes, wait, no, this is not even the list of people. No. Is it? February 9th birthdays? Where are these February 9th. Uh, uh, Seth Green. Oh, God. Well, I'm sorry. It was just on the fly. Tom Hiddleston, but, you know, still- Loki from the Avengers. That's who I'm rolling with on my birthday. Line up. Jimmy. No. A group of losers on my birthday. Except me and Michael B. Jordan. Both fighting. We're both like, I'm like Creed. Yeah, I see. you know when you like the emotion can't come out in the one way, and then it comes out in the from the the other thing triggers it that lets all the other emotion. You know, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Opens the door, and then suddenly you're like, Ooh. right? That yep. was me at Creed. I could not mm-hmm. stop. My face was like, I, I I looked like I had been in a boxing match. All wet and drippy. Yeah. The old oh. death mask. Yes, baby. Yeah. Have oh, a, a, a you you call anytime you want. You know that, right? I will, sir. I'm gonna check in with you, make sure you're doing okay. Well, I appreciate it. You're you're one of my favorites. If I like not you too. my favorite. 
not one of. I know there's that the that lovely girl in Kansas City. I liked her too. Yes, me too. Will you say hi to your uh, your uh, your lesser half there? I will. I will. And, and have a hi, great Dave. have a great 2016. I will, sir. You too. Okay. Bye. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Sammy from Chicago. Sammy from Chicago. Finally, some ladies are calling. How are um, you, Sammy? Yeah. Oh, I'm great. Um, BB's voice just makes me feel warm inside, so that was lovely. Right? She's so great. She is. Um, so I hope this isn't going back too far in the show, but we were talking about the slot machines earlier in development, mm-hmm. and I was just wondering what the um, jackpot combination would be on the best show um, oh. Slot machine. Best show slot machine. The combo would be. What would it be? <laughs> three. What would it be? Three Gary the score. Three Philly Boy Roy's. Right. Maybe it'd be Philly Boy Roy. Right. I I think that's a good. Wait, and you. You have to be in there. Yeah. And maybe Gary could be represented by like acorns instead of cherries. Yeah, like you. Yeah, that's true. It'd be like <laughs> acorns. But I did think there's... AP Mike would, uh, like, he would barf from drinking too much Coors Light. (laughs) Like, it was like a bonus round. (laughs) Multiple. Yeah, a a bonus round, too, could be um, you're entitled to, like, uh, Dudio's cat flipping money. Yeah, Dudio would flip cats, and then, like, it would change the... Like, if you want a thing, suddenly it, like, changes what's on the screen. Like a cat gets fun. <laughs> you know who else is on my birthday? One of the robots from Daft Punk. Well, that's a thrill. A walking motorcycle helmet. I like it. Best show slot machine. Let's make it happen. Cool. I'm into it. Thanks, Tom. All right, Sammy. Have a good night. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, this is Roxanne Los Angeles. Oh, my goodness. Three ladies in a row. To what do oh. I owe the, the good fortune? It's a turkey. It is a turkey. It? Just like, <laughs> like Mike Kroll. Right. I was going to call and say my go-to Get Psych song is probably... What is it? <laughs> what is it? That new Mike Kroll song? Uh, I don't know. Any song that's off of his new album, because it's all so good. Yeah. It's a, it is yeah. good, right? Yeah. Did you see the sticker Everybody for it? should be listening to it. Yeah. Did you see the sticker? Yeah. On the front of the album? It's you. Yeah, it's me. Your quote. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure I think it's a good <laughs> album. I wrote the sticker. Oh. So what's going on, Roxy? Thanks. What's What's new? Not too much. Babysitting, sneaking in a phone call. <laughs> babysitting? Yeah. Who are you babysitting right now? A little girl I nanny for on a regular basis. Cool kid? She's a really cool kid. Cool parents. That's what makes the job easy. So, cool parents, know. cool kid. Right. You ever worry about a totally kid that's cool. too cool? You ever worry about a kid that's too cool? No like, such thing as a kid too cool. Makes you feel makes you feel not as cool. Ever you ever have a kid make you not feel cool? Yeah, I met a little girl named Pony the other day. Mm-hmm. She made me feel not cool. Really? 
Yeah, her name's Pony. Yeah, that would do it. And that's yeah. coming from Roxy. Right. Roxy's having <laughs> so you're saying in in the in the cool name sweepstakes. I think we're hearing that kid freak out in the background right now. <laughs> She's watching you, Gabba Gabba. That's why. She loves Mark Mothersbaugh. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? I know. I know. So I know. Pony Trump's Roxy is what you're saying. I think so. What's the I mean, it's a cute name now when mm-hmm. she's younger, but when she's older, I just don't think it's going to be that great. And it's the actual name, Pony, not, yeah, not a nickname. Her... So, yeah, it's her real name. It's not like real deal friend. name. Not like my friend Pony from uh, 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 the Etz. Her name is not no. actually Pony, but yeah, no, this little girl's real name is Pony. All right. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> How are the holidays, uh, Roxy? The holidays were all right. I was just in LA the whole time hanging out. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, no big deal. Uh, I went on a Tinder date with a guy who ended up being a big fan of the best show. And then did he know you from it? Was he like, oh, my God, I've heard you call before? <laughs> um, no. He was all right, actually. Good. Of, I, guess. I don't yeah. know why I did that impression. But, but, no, but here's the best part. I've been dying to tell you this. We were making out, and Tom Waits came on. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, Tom Sharp like, would not be okay with this. Yeah, and then did he go... <laughs> And what did he say? Yeah, whatever with the best show. Right? No, he got up and changed it. I was well, that's like, nice. See? I know. I don't know why I made him sound like that turtle from those Bugs Bunny cartoons where he's like, <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, try to go to the. I'm going on a Tinder date with Roxy. <laughs> yep. Well, that's exciting. Are you going to go on another Tinder date? Well, it won't be a Tinder date. Are you going to go on another date with him? I don't know. I don't know. You have not heard from him? That's not cool. I mean, he's probably listening right now. I mean, I know he's listening. Sure he's listening. (laughs) You should call up. Why don't you? Don't call up. Uh, Call her, you goon. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Right? On a date, you what, is, I know. what is he playing the what is he uh mystery? Was he playing the the game or whatever that thing was? Did he nag you at the thing? He was like, <laughs> he was like he was just like that's a pretty cool shirt, but uh those uh really doesn't go with those stupid shoes. <laughs> or whatever nagging. Is that what nagging would be? Basically, yeah. Right? Nah, the, he didn't nag me. The rule. Is it the, is that the rules? He's busy. a real job, you know? What's is that mean? the rules? What are the rules? No nagging? Is that from that thing? The, was that thing called the rules or the game? The game, I think. The game. And it was, yeah, the game. Yeah. Okay. Teaching the worst men how to not date properly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's got to knock it off. Right. Totally. But, uh, oh, also I wanted to say another great song would probably be Anything by Rage Against the Machine. To get pumped up for you, yes? Yeah. No, I would, I would, yeah. I would, I, I, I'm fully aware of Rage Against okay. the Machine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was What's saying. your favorite Rage Against the Machine song? Sleep Now in the Fire, duh. Right? Yes. 
You like Rage Against the Machine, Mike? No, he doesn't. How would that fly at masses if you played Rage Against the Machine? What would they do? Tell you to quit it now? At night they might go with it? All right. Tough crowd. No music at masses during the day. Really? Really? What do they want to hear? Yeah. They just want to yell at each other. Boy. (laughs) There it is. And he's there every Sunday, folks. (laughs) Wednesdays and Sundays. AP Mike. Maybe I'll swing by when I'm in town this month. Maybe if this guy. You're going to be by. You're going to be in New York this month? Yeah. You should swing by masses then. Yeah. Stop by and say hello to Mike. Are you and your. Maybe I will. Are you and your dude going? Are you going to take a cross-country My trip? dude? I'm kidding. I don't a guy you, It's a guy you dated once. You're going <laughs> to... Now no. you're going to... Let's, let's, no. let's take it up a notch no. and go cross-country. Hell no. I know I'm waiting for that second call, but uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go cross-country. Uh, I don't think I would have it in me to drive cross-country. Well, you fly him out. You buy him a ticket. Yeah, I still haven't bought my ticket. I'm bad at this. Yeah, so that'll be great. You'll pay that $1,100 plane ticket. No, this is. I'm going home in January because it was basically that much to fly home for Christmas. And my parents were like, we'll do Christmas in January. So that's, that's what I'm fine. doing. Yeah. Don't matter yeah. when. No. Right? They're like, it's just another day. It's yes. no big deal. We hate celebrating the holidays. Yes, it's fine. You go home and then you celebrate it whenever you want. Exactly. All right, Rock. Exactly. Well, look. All right, if Tom. this dude is listening, which I'm sure he is. Uh huh. Call call uh, uh, Roxy. Go have. A- <laughs> God. This is what I'll say. It's fine. This is what I'm going to say. What do you want to go? Go to the movies? You want to go to the movies? Uh, I don't know. This I don't even know say. what I want to do. Well, this is what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> okay. If you guys go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I will buy $10 worth of snacks. Really? I'll put $10 toward the snack total. Wow. I will PayPal one of the two of you $10. <laughs> and All right. you, it has to go toward it has to go toward snacks at the movies. I don't Wait, want to hold hear Hold on. I think he just texted me. I don't want you to bring He says it's on. He, he says it's, it's on. on. <laughs> Good. And He'll do anything you say, Tom. And don't see a stupid movie either. <laughs> I don't want you to find out you guys. Uh... No, this is what it has to be. You can tell us what movie to go to. You can give here's, us options. Here's how it's going to go. Okay. If if you guys go see Dirty Grandpa together, <laughs> I will pay for both of your tickets and $10 worth of snacks. As long as you provide me with a photo of you guys holding Dirty Grandpa tickets. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want you to go see right. Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Mike? All right. Any chance you'll go see Dirty Grandpa? 
yeah. Mike's idea of seeing dirty grandpa is if that dude pops his trunk open and then he's got a copy of dirty grandpa in it. <laughs> One of these days, guy's going to say like, yeah, Mike, I got a, I, I got the body. And then Mike's going to go, I don't know the body. Is that a horror movie? <laughs> and he's going to pop the trunk over. There's going to be an actual body back there. Help me get rid of it. be shocked in Bayonne. I mean, anything goes, right? Exactly. Anything goes in Bayonne. Mm -hmm. He'll be like, help me get rid of this body. I'll give you five screeners. I'll give you. Okay. I'll give you five. Hey, that's not what Mike sounds like. That's what your, that's what your fiance sounds like. (laughs) Mike doesn't sound like that. Mike doesn't sound like that turtle from Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Your husband does. That's just my voice for all men. It's not. Please don't. <laughs> Wouldn't be your voice for me, though. No, never. Yeah, thank you. Never, ever. Then what would be? <laughs> what if I started this? Imagine this. Can you think there's people who can do impressions of me? I've never heard a good impression, but there's people who can do who've got to be able to do good impressions, right? Do you think that would oh, make that me sad? What if I have a contest <laughs> and the winner? Whoever does the best impression of me gets a prize. That's a great idea. But I'm going to say this. Do it, we'll do it in a few weeks, so get your impressions ready. I like this. I think that could work out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rock All right. Soon. Have a good night, Tom. You have a great night. Happy Thanks. New Year. You too. Happy New Year. Okay, bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hey there, Tom. It's Caroline in Brooklyn. Caroline in Brooklyn. Four ladies in a row. Oh, finally. Good to hear from you. I was worried. What's going on? Thank you. I got two songs that are going to get you pumped for 2016. What are they? Okay, the first one is Brass in Pocket by The Pretenders. Yeah, I know that one too well, though. Revisit it. Trust me, it's, it's got a deeper message. But that's like a song. What's the message? It's trying to get somebody to notice her, right? Well, yeah, but it's more than that. You know, she's got to use her arms. She's got to use her legs, you know. All the other stuff. you got to use every part of the Does she use her sidestep? She says sidestep? I thought it was senses. Is it? I don't know. I thought it was sidestep. Going to use my sidestep. Going to use my fingers. Hmm. I don't know what it was. Senses. What a, whatever it is to you, that's the important thing. I thought it was sidestep all these years. I haven't been paying so that weird. close attention. That's sad. Look, whatever. I never said I was smart. What do you think of this <laughs> idea of people doing impressions of me? Is that going to make me cry? Oh, gosh, really? Um, it's might, flattering I, to be impersonated. Yeah, I might rescind that idea. I already hear Mike doing it behind my back, his impression of me. I'm so important. Look at me. Get off my phone. Mike, really? I think if I I met someone in public and they did an impersonation Mm -hmm. of you, I would be, like, less than impressed. But Uh that's more on them than you. Carolyn, I'm going to tell you this. On the radio, we all joke and everything here, right? About, I'd say about 10 months ago, Mike truly started hating me. Like it became real, like he where he actually doesn't like me. 
<laughs> or like I see the look what? in his face. I'll just say like, hey, thanks. Good to see you. And he'll be like, yeah. I'm like, what did I do to this guy? Right? Then why is he still there? I don't know. Put him on the phone. I want to ask him. Oh. Mike, Carolyn wants to talk to you. She wants okay, Mike's here. Hi, Roxy. Carolyn. Is this Mike? Oh, this is <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Apparently there's a delay out there. There is a also. delay. There is a delay. <laughs> oh, hey Mike. Hi, Carolyn. Is it is this true? No, it's not true. So he's just saying that now. <laughs> Cause if it is you know, you could be doing a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I could be. I mean, I got free beer. I have a few laughs. Yeah, you know. exactly. I'll ship you over to Dave Hill. I'll ship you. I'll ship you over to Dave Hill. You try that on first size. It's got Danny D over there. I'll bring him in here. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to upset Danny D. Nah, you can take it. <laughs> I'll swap. Well, uh-huh. I'll do a swap. It'll be like a big wife swap, <laughs> screener swap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's saying, Carolyn, he's, he's, he's now just, now he's, you should see the faces he's making at me because he knows you can't <laughs> hear them. Now he's giving me the finger. Now he's giving me both fingers. It's all, it's all a put on. Now he's doing the finger, but that weird mm-hmm. one where, where like his, the other fingers go up against the finger that much more. Oh, I hate that finger. That's mm-hmm. like the, the Kenny Powers middle finger. Yeah, like only that Kenny one. Powers can mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, that one's well. Apparently, Mike mm-hmm. can also. Now he's giving mm-hmm. me the super finger, the, the Dane Cook, the Sufi. Uh-huh. <laughs> now he's flipping me off in in uh, forty languages, like that kid in that one movie. Uh-huh. What movie was that? I can't remember. Nothing. There's nothing about Hateful Eight you liked. Nothing. Uh, I like any old Morricone. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. Over the over the Christmas break, you know what I watched, Mike? The whole trilogy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I saw you commenting on yeah. it. Yeah. What's your f- that stuff's great. Yeah, yeah I mean, those you are the can't best beat movies. those movies. Yeah. Good, the bad, and the ugly is like one of the best movies ever. My favorites, uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Well, those are, I mean, all, I'm just, I only oh, watch Oh, you're talking that. about, oh, yeah. you don't have all Once Upon a Time in the West? Oh, I have that. Oh, okay. I've watched sure, that sure. a bunch okay. of times. Yeah. That's my favorite. But this time, I, yeah, that one is great. Mm-hmm. That might that might be my favorite ultimately, but of those Clint Eastwood ones, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, mm-hmm. they would show that like the Sunday night movie, mm-hmm. and of course it's got commercials. It would take like yeah. four hours, you know. Yeah. So on a school night, mm-hmm. you know, I had to like fool my parents into thinking I was in bed, <laughs> and I literally would put a blanket mm-hmm. over the television mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. so they couldn't see the light from the television downstairs that mm-hmm. I was watching that movie. They couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. Turn it real low. I think I had earphones. You remember, you could plug earphones into a television. Uh huh. Those yeah. were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear that music, ah, uh, so good. Make you feel. Yeah, yeah. How about the ecstasy of gold? I like. Uh, I mean, of the trilogy. I mean, everybody says the good, bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. But I sort of always had a fondness for a few dollars more. Yeah. Lee Me Van too. Cle- Lee Van yeah. Cleef yeah. is the hero. Yeah. As a good guy. Yeah. The rare good guy. Yeah. 
His head is shaped just like a triangle. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest head you ever saw in your life? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a weird head. Don't you think that Walton Goggins, especially, don't you think that he, they were giving him like a Lee Van Cleef vibe in that movie? Yeah, Walter Goggins, you know, he, he, he's playing these super bad guys, mm-hmm. but I, I just get the impression he's not very big. You know, he's like a, a little guy. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's, yeah, my own prejudice. Yeah. I prefer big guys being really super mean. They're more terrorizing to me. You know, little guys. I don't know where. <laughs> I, I think. I don't know what to do with if this. If they're coming at me, you know, I think I could, you know, use my bulk, you know, against the little guy, no matter how tough they are. Uh-huh. You know? So you think you could take a little tough. Like Joe Pesci, you think you can take him? Yeah. You know, I, you know sometimes the Casino bulk, Joe the, Pesci? The, you bulk, think? the bulk comes in handy. You think you could take Casino Joe Pesci? Mm-hmm. You do straight I mean, up. I don't know his actually actual height. I mean, what's his height? I mean, he's he's pretty petite. Let's find out. They're all under six feet. We're talking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe Pesci height five four. Yeah. You think you can take Joe Pesci straight up? The casino Joe Pesci, the one who put the guy's head in the vice. Yeah, one on one without a, a weapon. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I could, I could use my my size. I don't want to turn around and hear you screaming out, Charlie M. C A P Mike, you mutt! I wouldn't have to do that for Charlie M. You make me put your head in the vice for that piece. <laughs> I got a kick out of you talking about uh, Whitey Bulger earlier. Somebody gave me a copy of the, the book, Black Mass. I'm reading uh-huh. it right now. Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. A fun read? <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just started it. Yeah. These books go around in yeah. masses. There is yeah. a little bit of a book club that uh-huh. we've started. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, all, it's all true crime. Something, true crime. The true, masses true crime uh, book club. Something tells me that 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 movie, Black Mass, went a little lighter on his brother than in real life. The uh, state senator? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I just started this book, so I don't. I don't have all the details. But yeah, I mean, he, you know, he he was uh, he was out there for the uh, against the busing. I mean, that was where mm-hmm. you know it sort of got put on the map with the uh, the busing in the seventies, and, uh-huh. and all the racists came out. Yeah, so you that kind of didn't make the cut. That didn't that yeah. didn't fit in the well, movie. Well, he, he had it. Yeah, I mean, he had to show that he was he was a, a true Southie. You know. Mm-hmm. He's with the people. So you say straight up, AP Mike, are we talking 2016 AP Mike versus <laughs> casino era Joe Pesci? You can take it. <laughs> well, I would be young. Well, yeah, I mean, what year is it? The 70s? Yeah, I would, I would be too young. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, uh, you know, a smaller man, mm-hmm. I think I could, I, I, I could corral, you know. It would be easier. <laughs> you know, corner room. You know, and then just uh-huh. use my size. But you're talking no weapons, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no weapons, one on one. You know, Greco-Roman style. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys in unitards, like wrestling <laughs> unitards? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that would be a good look <laughs> <Yeah>. on me. <laughs> and Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I don't even like that picture. What color would his unitard be? Mm-hmm. Green. Green. Yeah. Like a weird, like sickly green. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And what would you wear? Oh, I don't know. Royal blue. 
royal. <laughs> All right. That was somehow the weirdest answer imaginable. <laughs> Have you, have you seen this? I, I'm getting a lot of uh, back and forth on Twitter and Facebook about this picture, the creation of Manchester. No. Bring it up. Do a, do a search. Bring it up. <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> this, this happened over New Year's. It was a photo taken of these drunken New Year's revelers. And, and, and there's a man on the, on the ground who looks like me. I mean, I have to admit. Some... <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen this yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen this yet. You know what? 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 What can I say? I mean, you know, am I going to ignore the resemblance? It's there. Glad I made. Glad I made your night. But here's the thing, Tom. Here's the thing, Tom. Did you did you see all the the memes they've they've come up with as a oh. Uh, Oh, it's it's become a thing. There's there's like there's all these different memes. They put it in different contexts. Okay, okay well there he is. Yeah. There he, yeah. Okay. Oh, that is. <laughs> you know. And how does that beer you're, remain upright? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's what makes the whole you're, picture. You're, you know, the the, the yeah. beer is still upright, yeah. and he's reaching for it. You know, with all of his being. He's, you know, he's he's focused on that beer, and he's uh-huh. determined to get it. Uh-huh. So you're, I think you might have a future in in being a impersonator of that. Guy. Well, that's it, and I, you know, it may be too late. But what about a calendar, where it's just me, you know, reaching out to various items each month of the year? Uh huh. But it's not you. Well, if I'm going to run the, with this thing. I got to run with it, right? I mean, I, I can I can pull it off until this guy comes after you and gives you a cease and desist. Well, that's a that's a great way to start 2016. You're going to rip off the guy that this this this, this bum in a street. Well, the guy to his credit, he he claims that he doesn't remember any of it. Yeah, you know. He, he he didn't he didn't come forward voluntarily, but uh, his friend uh, revealed oh. who he is. Yeah, oh you know, you've got to look up all the different oh the memes they've come up with. Oh my! Using that <laughs> that poor guy, so, that poor guy. So you you're looking. You saw this, and you're like, this "Well, is my I, I I didn't have to look for it. People this began is, pointing it out to me. Ticket. You know." Yeah, and so finally, I I relented and, and tried to calm everybody down today by saying that it's not me, you know, as much as it looks like me. Yeah, I mean, where was it in England? <laughs> yeah, Manchester. Yeah, so right off the top, it's <laughs> 20, not you. Twenty-four hour party, people. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when Mike went to England and then <laughs> passed out in the street? <laughs> oh my God, Mike! <laughs> you, you did it. <laughs> All right. 
I'm going to wrap these calls up. Happy New Year, Mike. Happy New Year. Try to like me again. I will. I'll try, Tom. Thank you. Just all I ask is that you try. All right. Well, thank you for the call, Carolyn. You're very welcome. Happy New Year. I'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Oh, hey. How's it going? Hi. What's Um, up? I have a song for the topic. What do you got? Party Man by Prince. What song? Party Man by Prince from the Batman soundtrack. Oh, stop it. Party Man. Fesho, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's Brian. Brian, what's up? Where are you calling from, Brian? Uh, calling from Massachusetts. Okay. What's going on in Massachusetts tonight? Not too much. I'm just packing uh, up for a commercial fishing trip. Okay. A commercial fishing trip. That's right, yep. We're going to stall a boat. What are you, one of the, uh, just like a, is this like a, a perfect storm? <laughs> it is, uh, that is where I'm from. Glossy. We got a perfect storm coming, right? <laughs> you worried right. about that? Are you worried about being out on that fishing boat and seeing a wave that's a million feet high? Uh, you know, you get used to it after a little while. You know what I would say then if I saw a wave that big? It's like, nah, well, it's time to die. Just a wave that big. That's fair, <laughs> fair enough. Fair that's, enough. That wave's huge. It's Yeah, that's definitely the way we uh, take it out there. Perfect storm, right? Perfect. <laughs> Have you ever been in a perfect storm? I've been in a couple, a couple good ones where it's uh, it starts to get a little scary. And what do you do on the boat? Uh, I shuck, I shuck the scallops. You shuck the scallops? That's it. All right. Someone's gotta, right? Someone's gotta do it, yeah. It's good, it's good, Gabe. Well, it's a dirty job, but someone's gotta do it. Right? That's right. All right, bro. Be safe out there. Hey, thanks, Tom. Call me from the boat. I will, I'll give you a call. Seriously, please call from the boat. Okay. All right, bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? Uh, This is Emily from Austin, Texas. Hi. What's up, Emily? Um, Not much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What's a a good word? You got anything? Well, I was calling in relation to... Well, I did want to say hi, um, and Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year. So you were talking about negging. Mm-hmm. Negging? Yes. When you were trying to think of an example of it, um, the caller, a few callers ago. Um, I think I was negged once, so I just wanted to um, provide you with the example. Well, uh, he said on a date, uh, I like, he said, I like your face. Uh, you're, you only have wrinkles in the right places. Oh. That's terrible. That's nagging. Who would say that? I think it's just a backhanded compliment. Yeah, but it's like it's loaded. It's like you give a positive thing, but you also, the person is showing that they can, that they're just not going to, you know how terrible it is to just say nice things to someone, right? You know what what an awful trait that is, right? (laughs) Well, then you would have to uh, not be in control. Yeah, exactly. God forbid you you not be in control for five minutes, right? 
Yes. These guys, uh, they're all scared. Well, yeah. He's all scared. All these guys are scared of the late. What's why are guys scared of ladies? Why? Uh, can I tell you what a a guy? I think I was. Um, he tried a pickup artist uh, line on me. What did he say? Uh, well, he asked me what I did, and I told him, and then I said, "What do you do?" This was just in a crowded bar, and he said, uh, "I'm the second best professional hopscotch player in the country." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay," and then we stopped talking because that sounded dumb. But but he meant it. Was he I, was he joking, or was that a, a, was that a a gag opening line, or is that actually what he does? He was. Uh, he. I did ask him some follow up questions, and he was seriously trying to sell it. Um, he had a fedora on and, um, I looked it up and it was a line that they told guys to ask women they meet in one of those pickup artist books. They said, don't say you're the first best because then it seems unrealistic. Hopscotch. (laughs) Fedora. (laughs) Oh, What's it take to be a hopscotch, hopscotch champion? So you have a coach? Do you even remember how to play that game? I mean, like, it's not You difficult. think you're good at hopscotch? You're not good at hopscotch. <laughs> this guy you're going up against, he's good at hopscotch. <laughs> he eats hopscotch for dinner. <laughs> hopscotch. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, you got, you got negged. All right. Yeah. Thank, I, well, you know, thank thanks, you. Thanks for that. I got to, I got to wrap the show up. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. Final, final. We're going to, I'm going to wrap these up in the final two minutes. No more calls. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom, what about the porpoise song by the monkeys? Yeah, I know it too well. I want new ones that'll get me fired up. I know porpoise oh, song every that's, which that's... way, up, down, every which way, bro. Goodbye. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, it's Rob from Rochester, New York. How you doing? Good. Like, why? Why? why I want like, like, you know what? Like, like when the I, these these uh, like records have like got you all fired up in the past, and then now they just they don't have the same power anymore, right? Yeah. I want yeah, new yeah, ones like that. Well, uh, if you've got you know an hour or so to spare, I made this mix. Right. Are you familiar with this mix, which I am referring to? No. Oh, come on, Tom. <laughs> um, I did a mix, a DJ mix, like okay. with turntables, yeah. based on the best show in the sound collage. Okay, well, send, did, did you send it, it to me? Uh, absolutely, I did, man. Okay, well, send it again. Uh, I, I'll listen I, to it. But how okay, am I supposed I to get to... pumped over that? Because right That's at the me. beginning of it. No, 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 it's not just you. It's a lot of stuff. And it's right me. at the beginning of it, I did a mashup of, hey, you know, the Ramones... Let's uh, play Bop with some KRS One. I mean, how could you not get pumped up to that? That's pretty good. Just send Thank it you, to sir. me again, please. I will. Best show. Thank you're on the air. What's that? <laughs> yes. So, it's like the Conan Project up in here. What is this, the Conan Project? No! Right? Andrew Dice Clay. 
Talking about the Conant Project. You giving away codes? I got a code. Hey, I... You're giving away codes. There you go. Welcome to the welcome to humanity. What's your name, bro? Hey, this is Andy from Boston. How's it going? Great phone you got there, Chief. What can I do for you tonight, Andy? And it goes like that. Out like a lamb. Sometimes. Fine. That guy sucked so bad. Best show. And they're gone too. Good. That's a good way to end the show. My friends, the best show is over. I want to tell you a couple things. I'm selling books and stuff on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, online. I have a list together. A bunch of people wrote about stuff. I will get back to everybody about them in the next day or so. I'll put the list back on uh, Twitter. Um, Besho sticker initiative. You want your store or business to carry Besho stickers? People can come in and ask for them, and your your store will be listed on our website. Write me at Besho four number four life at yahoo dot com and uh, write sticker initiative in the subject line. And give me your songs that I should get uh, pumped up to. I want stuff like, like the way that they, 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 fifteen years ago the that uh, Blueprint album by Jay Z, what that meant, but don't mean nothing anymore because it's like uh, I might as well listen to an album by Lee Iacocca now, the businessman, right? Not fun anymore. And my friends, last but certainly not least, Pat Byrne, best show producer, Pat Byrne. You know he does a show. Um, uh, a bunch of different things. He does his radio show on WFMU. Well, this Thursday, Pat Byrne will be on at the UCB Theater, UCB East, 153 3rd Street in New York City. That's not the first UCB Theater. It's the new one over on 3rd Street. The show is called Fresh Out this Thursday at 9 p.m., and it's hosted by... Who's it hosted by? Uh, Jim Twos and Ashley Brooke Roberts. And their guest, amongst others, will be Pat Byrne. And you can go to the UCB Theater East and check that out this Thursday, 9 p.m. See Pat Byrne on the show, fresh out. And we will do the half hour power next week. Pick it back up. Keep it going. Uh, seriously, everybody, 2016, we're here. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's make a run at this thing. And we got one, uh, we got one, I got one year, uh, if it don't work, I'm going as, as hard as I can at it. If it don't work, that's fine. I'll know that I gave, I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. And I will throw all the equipment into the ocean. I'm not kidding. I will throw it all into the ocean, and that's how we'll end it. But right now, we're going to end it by me saying goodnight, and on the way out, let's hear something by Kill Rock Stars band uh, Kinski. had a great album last year called Seven or Eight. Take a listen to a song called Drink Up and Be Somebody. Be back next week. Kinski. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.